Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And move over, Wanda. You aren't the only one with a modern show in the 80s. It's episode 80 of Dissecting This Fiction. <laughs> Shall we, uh, like, add in some fucking 80s tunes? <laughs> It couldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I think that we've come this far. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> I didn't forget to reference when we were at episode 69, I hope. Uh, no, you you were like, in this episode 69, nice. <laughs> okay. Thank God. I, I would have had to delete all these episodes <laughs> and start over. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. No. Okay. I hope everybody had a nice Valentine's Day. Yeah. Whether you have a spouse or or not. Honestly, even if you didn't have a spouse, there's so many deals on like chocolates and I mean, like, right? food. You're and kind wine. of better off being yeah single more on Valentine's you. Day. <laughs> they don't have they don't ask you to prove that you have a spouse when you buy something. So. <laughs> or just wait till the day after get it half off exactly. Even, which and which, then it's also all for you. Yes. <laughs> nothing fun about eating a whole fucking bag of chocolate just to feel shittier not just for eating a whole bag of chocolate but because your spouse is like why didn't you share you get me one yeah Yeah. (laughs) well on that note of gorging yourself with chocolate (laughs) you're gonna need something to do while you're eating it you know as an excuse for why you're eating a bunch of chocolate yeah yeah so we've got some new releases you could watch yeah you can call to, it a movie snack. Yeah, uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> or a show snack. A show snack, yeah. A stream snack. That sounds weird. <laughs> a snack stream? That sounds like you're just like constantly like yeah. feeding I snacks. I mean, which you are. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hit us with the Amazon Prime. What do we have this week? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming to Amazon Prime Thursday, February 18th. Now, this is the original director's cut, right? With the old CGI that everyone hated, right? Is that correct? I don't think so. Okay. Did I just make that up? <laughs> I think you Trying made it. to get people's attention yes. away from their chocolate? It seems like that you did, yes. Okay. <laughs> I kind of wish I had that version, though. I know. I would like to see it. But here we are. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Disney Plus, Fiona and Ulysses, which is like a kid's superhero comedy, comes out February 19th, in case anybody's looking for something like that. And of course, WandaVision, episode 7, February 19th as well. Which, I don't know if we have this in our news, but it was tweeted or something by someone recently that the last three episodes of WandaVision will be one hour each. Ooh, nice. Yes. I don't remember who it was, but it was a reliable source. (laughs) When I read it, I was like, oh, okay, that seems legit, so. It wasn't, we have this made up? No. <laughs> That's just what you call, we got this covered? Yeah. <laughs> we have this made up. We made this up? Yeah. We... <laughs> oh, man. We got you believing us? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so, the Fiona and Ulysses, have you seen the trailer for that? Mm-hmm. Fiona Ulysses? Ulysses? It's Ulysses. You... I'll just let you say it. <laughs> Fiona and Ulysses? 
that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was eating chocolate. <laughs> I watched the trailer for it. Yeah? Was um, it good? I mean, it's clearly for children. Okay. Um, that said, I'm probably going to watch it. it <laughs> Straight up your alley? It's got my interest. Like, okay. just the whole, like, they're saying it's like a superhero comedy. I'm like, I'm intrigued. Yeah. You're I know listening? it's not for my demographic. Yeah. But why not? But I, I might can't... throw it on for a little bit. Yeah. You can just, vibe. just log into, uh, do we have a profile for your niece on there? Like, log in under that, pretend it's her First watching off, it. First off. Our niece. Okay. Even though you don't miss I know you resent her so much that you don't want to acknowledge that she's also your niece. That's not what happened. And secondly, yes we do. Okay. Of course we do. So you can log in under that one to watch it. That way nobody gets there you go. needs to know. <laughs> and then I can tweet about how lame my niece is watching <laughs> some stupid shit. What an idiot. Can't believe she would watch that trash. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you don't have Disney Plus or you want something else, Hulu has The Shape of Water, February 16th. Didn't this win like 4,000 awards? Yeah, I think it was like 4,001. Okay. You were close. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Sonic is also coming to Hulu on the same day, February 18th. Yeah. Just a note, The Shape of Water is an older movie, uh-huh. but I've heard such good things about it. Yeah. I have also. I've also heard there's some weird bestiality situation with it. Yeah, like fish sex or something weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I've heard about it, too, so. Yeah, I heard the the woman in there really likes fish sticks. Okay. (laughs) So Kanye's in it? (laughs) Um, Also on Hulu, Nomadland. There's a documentary coming up February 19th. I only added this because it's... Coming to Hulu and theaters at the same time. Oh, okay. And it's like, uh, the, the director is supposed to be this big up-and-comer, and okay. it's basically about, it seems like she just travels living temporarily with these, like, nomad communities of people that are essentially off the grid. Interesting. Okay. That sounds intriguing. It, it was interesting. Yeah. I figure, why the fuck not? Try it out. Yeah. Maybe watch it back-to-back with... Uh, Fiona and whatever the fuck it's called. Ulysses. <laughs> For being such a uh, like Greek and Roman mythology person, I'm surprised you don't like saying Ulysses. It's just one of those words that I'm <laughs> not confident in my ability to say it. Okay. Watch. Uly- Ulysses. See? <laughs> Ulysses. Uly- Ulysses. There you go. You got it. <laughs> so if I just... Slur, you list these, mm-hmm. I'll get it. Sure. You Ulysses. Uh-huh. That's it. Boom. <laughs> That's an interesting way to describe the pronunciation of a word. I got through school in very odd ways, <laughs> but it helped me get through school. Okay, okay. <laughs> Basically, how they teach math now is how I taught myself to get math. Mm-hmm. So you were Common Core before Common Core was a thing. Yeah. So you're a math hipster. I guess I am. <laughs> I was overcomplicating math before it was cool. <laughs> Should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Uh, Netflix has something called I Care A Lot coming out fri- Friday, February 19th, uh, which is... Basically, like, the story of a woman who is a guardian, 
kind of getting in trouble when she tries to run a scam or um, fool this woman who ends up having ties to a powerful gangster. So, like, she kind of tries to pull one over and it ends up getting her into trouble. So, could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like she's living far from a gangster's paradise. (laughs) As far as we know. Lessons learned. Yeah. Isn't that right, Ulysses? Yeah. And Fiona. Yeah. Um, Also, big news. I know you're excited for this one. Fate the Winx Saga After Party, Saturday the 20th, is coming to Netflix. So that's like a get around and get together and talk about a show. show? Yeah. Like a month after it came out. A little late. Nobody wants to talk about it anymore. I assume it's a one time. Probably. I assume it's just like a one off hour and a half type thing yeah probably um that said who the fuck cares yeah exactly <laughs> somebody must or they're just like who cares somebody will watch it we'll get numbers it doesn't matter how many people yeah all right and a couple other things that are coming out that are not on streaming services necessarily monster hunter the movie is now available to buy um on digital for 20 bucks at least that was on the microsoft store i'm mm-hmm. assuming it's the same everywhere else yeah, I think yeah. that they're just giving that. That's kind of the price they were giving earlier, too, yeah. with uh, some of those er- other movies last year. Yeah. For the early releases. Yeah. Um, We have not seen this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, reviews are pretty bad on it. Weird. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> as though we were saying that this whole time it would be really bad. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so weird. Who would have guessed that, that the, the director and lead actress, who are also married... That duo, who did all of these Resident Evil movies that were fucking terrible, yeah, <laughs> would make another terrible fucking movie, yeah, based off another Capcom no, property. No one could have known. <laughs> that was more unexpected than 2020. Not. <laughs> uh, also, recently came out Willy's Wonderland, which it looks ridiculous. Nicolas Cage is a person who gets locked inside of, like, a abandoned funhouse type situation where, the, like, the animatronic creatures come to life, it looks like. Yeah, they're, like, possessed or something. Yeah. I feel like we watched this trailer a long time ago, but I don't recall it having anything to do with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I agree. I feel like so, I remember something about this. I was already interested, but now I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of the lines in the trailer is, like... He's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with him. <laughs> it's, like, so stupid. <laughs> um, this one, however, is $20 to rent. So we will be waiting a bit yeah, on that. I'm sure that'll drop to $10 purchase yeah. within a month or two. Yeah. But anyway, if you like horror or ridiculous uh, creature feature type items... Or Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You're probably going to be interested. I feel like it's going to be good. Yeah. But I'm also cheap. Yeah. $20 is a lot for a rental. Well, when you do a podcast about watching a bunch of shit, you can't, yeah. <laughs> can't spend $20 on everything you watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not 19, Black Widow. $19.99, though. <laughs> yeah. Sign You're me right. up. You're right. We should probably go check to make sure it's not $19.99, which it is, actually. It is, yeah. <laughs> We've been misleading this If it whole were time. 1998, it would have been perfect. Even but better. 1999 was just too much. Yeah. All right, that's it for our new releases. Uh, some 
updates or just reveals this week, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is officially happening and it's releasing in 2022. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Means they probably already started this oh. and they're just now officially announcing it. Yeah. Uh, so that is the full title, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog 2. They took a while to think of that one. I think <laughs> they just wanted to make sure they had it before they really announced it. Yeah. Is that really the name? Yes. Really? I mean, that's the thing that happens okay. with movies, right? All right. <laughs> Is that not how movies used to be like I mean, labeled? Yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> Most movies have that. I just feel like it should have been like uh, the rings to the rings of the universe or something like you know what I mean, like <laughs> some bullshit yeah. like that as a subtitle okay. or like colon blah de blah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm crazy. Never mind. I mean. It's very, really appropriate, or... They're probably playing also off of the fact that the uh, the games uh-huh. were Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. And also, coming out in 2022 with any movie, too, is very appropriate, mm-hmm. so... And to note, uh-huh. the logo with the two has two tails mm-hmm. to play on the whole idea of his sidekick character that... Is going to be in the movie. Yeah. Tails. Yeah. Not to be confused with a tail. Yeah. There's there's two of them. <laughs> or two individual tails together. It's the, per- the, the person, the character named Tails. <laughs> it's capital T, Tails. Yeah. I hope they introduce a new character <laughs> called Tattles. Yeah. Or Tattle. So Tattle could be like the character that nobody trusts. Yeah. And Sonic and Tails just talk shit about him mm-hmm. the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the movie. There was nothing else to it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good movie. Especially for kids. <laughs> you said this was for kids. <laughs> oh. go, go watch Fiona and Ulysses <laughs> if you want a kid's movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, next up, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is ending with season eight. Um, that will be airing in the 2021 to 2022 season on NBC. Very sad. I'll be very sad to see that show go, but it has been a while, so. I feel like it's one of those shows that's kind of falling with the, uh, the problems of, like, The Office and Parks and Rec and stuff yeah. where there's not much else they can go. Like, they have already gone the route of the relationship stuff. And, true, true. Um, plus, given... All the last year's big social stuff. It seems it would be hard for this show to, to exist in that kind of a world now. That's fair. I think th- then they even have a thing where they had to rewrite the they season because, a, a, because of that stuff. Yeah, I think they started from scratch or something. Yeah, on it. they wanted to yeah. like either tackle that or felt what they had wasn't going to be appropriate. Yeah, because like it that. was harder. It's harder to view a law enforcement agency in a lighthearted manner at mm-hmm. this point. So I think they kind of realize they just need to bring it to an end. Yeah. Right. Well, it didn't sound quite as appealing as Willie's Wonderland, but Wonder Girl, the show that was going to be on CW, mm-hmm. uh, apparently is not going to be a thing. They decided not to move forward with it, so in a sense, I guess it's canceled. Yeah, like, before it started, really? 
Yeah, so they announced it, yeah. and then they decided to not have a series order. Yeah, I feel like I need to figure Then don't out. announce it. Yeah, I feel like I need to figure out a good delineation. At what point is it safe to say this announcement is legitimate? Because I remember us talking about this, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's already canceled and never even fucking happened. So I guess yeah. it's my understanding of the industry is not as good as it should be. Well, it's also kind of like weird too because like back in August we reported about the Powerpuff Girls show that was in the same I think it was probably around the same time. Yes, and it was the same situation where yeah that was announced as a show they were making. Mm-hmm. Just recently, CW has greenlit that one for a pilot episode. Just now. So what, what was doing? the announcement before then? Someone that somebody wrote a script. I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, so that's like making the rounds now that mm-hmm. it's a big new thing, but it's like it's been a thing since August. Yeah. But here we are. Yep. <laughs> here we are indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Peacemaker, also a DC property over on HBO Max, is now officially set for January of 2022. So potentially going to have to compete with Sonic. Yeah. And the duo of Tattle and Tails. Something tells me they're not the same target audience. <laughs> You don't think Sonic is also trying to make peace? I guess he is. In the world? Yeah. Don't you feel stupid right I now? I feel like they have different methods. <laughs> Some of the biggest news I'd say this week, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, they officially cast for The Last of Us TV show on HBO. Yes. Slash Max. I don't know. Is it one or the uh, other? I don't know. Is there a distinction between the two now, or are they basically all the same? I think they're... Basically the same, but I think sometimes it'll come to HBO TV, like, on their channels. And then it hits the streaming And then it'll go to Max after, after? The next day. Yeah, like... Okay. Yeah. Eventually they're going to get rid of just HBO, right? I would imagine. This is probably going to be about how many subscribers they get at, yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they, they've cast Joel and Ellie, the two main characters of that franchise... Obviously, it was a PS3 and a PS4 game. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be a PS5 at some point. Yeah. But uh, they are expanding into a TV show. Uh, and they have cast Bella Ramsey, who is known for playing a young queen in Game of Thrones. I don't remember what her name was on the show. Yeah, she played Lyanna Mormont. Um, she was like the ruler of the... Some some area of the north, basically who they looked to. Mm. Yeah, you don't say. Yeah, I don't think she was officially a queen, but anyway. whatever. Yeah, Th- that's the role they kind of had her. Yeah, like she it, made all the decisions for all these old guys. Yeah, because they respected her because she had like a ancient name. An ancient name, huh? <laughs> yeah, the Mormonts were like a well respected like, family. Her name is older than us. <laughs> she had her name. The Mormons were like a well-respected family in the North or whatever, so. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like all fucking crazy, like in battle and shit, even though she was like a small child. It was yeah. crazy. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't on the show that long. Only like a few, I feel like only a few episodes even, right? I yeah, mean, she didn't she have a, a huge role. part, but she. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, she just did a good job. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, she's now officially going to be Ellie. Okay. Which, I have no questions about her abilities, but I am a little surprised just because of the visual comparison of Mm -hmm. the character to her. Yeah, she looks a little different than I would have expected. 
I know that's like an ongoing debate whether that's even a concern, whether people care whether the character looks alike or not, mm-hmm. but yeah, to me, it, I guess, I guess the general viewer isn't going to fucking know or care, right? right yeah. It's Everyone the people else... who are hardcore into like the franchise and the game, right? Yeah. They're going to be like, not my Ellie or something yeah. like that, right? But like that happens all the time. Like with the Witcher series, there's a lot of things wrong with yeah how like i have a problem with how some of the people in that show look mm-hmm. but i guess it's it's also kind of like when you read a book and you you visualize mm-hmm. characters in a certain manner in your head and so when you finally see them on screen you're like what the fuck like, is wait, that what this is who that's not that's even not how they, they look, look like you know yeah exactly so that's been kind of a hot topic debate of her casting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's got the quality uh, acting. I think she could do it. Yeah, it's for just, sure. Uh, I think we'll once see. people get past the fact that she doesn't look exactly like the video game character, it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, with Joel, which they cast, like I think, what, like a couple hours after her announcement, mm-hmm. they picked Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's just fucking cleaning up in Hollywood these yeah. days. Yeah, I mean, he's taking care of children left and right. <laughs> Doesn't matter what age. Yeah. Or species. Yeah. <laughs> or universe, even. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because uh, in Wonder Woman, he sure as fuck didn't give a shit about his kid. No, he sure didn't. I guess only enough. <laughs> only enough in a certain point. <laughs> but it didn't seem like it, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is an interesting casting. I don't know that I would have cast him for it, but obviously he's got—he's a really good yeah, actor. Well, so, yeah, it, it, he was cast the night of all this drama, right? But that—that mm-hmm. that morning, I believe it was, there was heavy rumors that um, some media outlets were reporting the, the the Blade actor for the Marvel movies, Mahershala Ali. Yep. Yeah. They were reporting that he was cast. Or at least in heavy talks or close to negotiations to to play the character of Joel. And that was like blowing people's minds. Yeah. Because. He's an entirely different race. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He doesn't look at all look like him. Yeah. Not at all like the character. Which falls even heavier into the discussion of do characters need to look alike? Right. You know, when do you need to be to the source material? Right. They had a lot of those discussions on the Witcher series. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that brought up a lot of discussions. Um, but then in the end, Pedro Pascal was the one who yeah. was hired. So I don't know if something fell through with, with with Ali's negotiations or what, but... Yeah, I don't know. Could have been just a rumor, too. Yeah. There's a, a lot of those rumors that end up making their way around and, and being called news somehow. Yeah, well, Because they, of a source close to... Yeah, the... obviously. <laughs> Just because you're a source close to the project doesn't mean you know what you're fucking talking about, apparently. <laughs> it's like Gail over by the water cooler at work. Yeah. Always fucking sticking her nose in everybody's yeah. fucking business. Yeah. Sure, she's talking about shit at work close to the source project or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking no, about. No, she has no idea what's going on. She's just there, like, on the periphery. Yeah. Answer the fucking phone, Gail. Yeah, get back to your fucking desk. You've had enough water. <laughs> I mean, you smelled her breath. It's not water she's been drinking. Okay. <laughs> My apologies to any gales that listen to our podcast. It was nothing personal. Yeah. Also, stay hydrated. Yeah. 
Did you ever get a response? I know you, you tweeted Pedro Pascal, right? Mm-hmm. Life is good, but it could be better or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, did anybody respond? No. Oh, damn. Which is another thing that's kind of bullshit. Thank you for bringing that up, actually. It's just another example of poor people being kicked to the side. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I fucking tweeted him. Mm-hmm. Or I tweeted it out and I did the at him. Whatever, right, right. Right? No acknowledgement. No one cares. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. The voice actor for Joel, mm-hmm. Troy Baker, mm-hmm. did the same kind of thing. Yeah. Obviously not as cool. Right. Not as clever. Yeah. Got a response from the guy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow, Pedro. Yeah. Wow. So fucking rude. So, I see you like to rank people. He's classist. <laughs> and I don't see why I'm not as important. Yeah. I too sent out a tweet. Yeah. Just kind of fucked up. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. So yeah, how are you feeling about this? You haven't technically played the games. Correct. I am here calling you out on that, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I've watched you play a little bit, though. But just knowing the premise of what The Last of Us is, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the castings? I don't see a problem with it. I think they're going to be just... I, personally, based on my limited knowledge, I don't think it... I don't think these are bad choices. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to get past, like, Pedro Pascal can probably get past anybody being mad if he doesn't look exactly like him because he's Pedro Pascal. Nobody, like, mm-hmm. people, people are going to be like, well, he's fucking cool, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, I have the same concerns about when he was in The Mandalorian, you know? I was yeah. like, oh, Pedro Pascal as The Mandalorian? Yeah. But once I saw him wearing a helmet, I was like, he looks just like the part. And yeah. you couldn't even tell. Yeah. So... I get it. Okay. You just sometimes you need to just let a couple episodes air and then you Yeah. Then you can start seeing the character. Yeah. You know some people listening might not know that you're joking, right? <laughs> I don't want them listening to my <laughs> podcast then. Okay. <laughs> you think they're just really sitting there like what like, a what fucking is, is you this... can't even see his face. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. You never know. Um yeah, I think that they are good casting calls. I know Bella Ramsey isn't maybe what people would consider their first choice, but I think she's got the background and yeah. she'll do a good job. So. Well, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of people would have said that, right? I don't know. I can't say that would be my first choice, which, no. of course, like, she's not really a yeah. big actress yeah. right now, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think people could really give you a definitive who they would have picked. Yeah, that's that's my thing, too. Is like, who would have been your first choice? Because you don't want to get... Most people that people would automatically think off the top of their head are already too old for the part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anybody I feel that could be resembling the character, like you just said, is, like, they're probably too old for the part. Yeah. It's supposed to be a young girl. But I think the the biggest point of this whole show is I think these actors are going to work really well, and at least I'm hoping that's the whole point of their casting is because of their ability to, their chemistry, I guess, to, yeah. to, to act across from each other. Yeah. I mean, The Last of Us is not a show, or it's not a game that was focused on its gameplay i mean it it was on the story it was a it was a fun it was a fun game but it's it the narrative the story was what drove that that game right it was what happened how they how they interacted how they grew their relationship how they yeah bonded you know mm-hmm. uh, that was the that was the glue of that story right so they just need to show that they can do that which yeah i'm expecting yeah, I don't think it'll it's be a problem. It's on HBO. They, 
the company hasn't been that bad at casting and and having hit shows, right? So yeah, exactly. I think they'll be fine. But also, it's funny. It's funny too because they were both technically on Game of Thrones as well, right? Yes, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't even. I, for, I forgot about Pedro. Pascal <laughs> well, because they probably have never had scenes together, right? Pro- the ironic thing yeah, is, they probably so. never even were in the studio together, right? Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, I I think it's going to be a fun show. I we'll see how they go about it. I I feel like the clickers, which is what they call the mm-hmm. the fungus infected people. Yeah, the fungus among us. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they can call the game that. <laughs> the fungus among us. <laughs> idiots yep uh i don't think they're gonna be the focus like the walking dead kind of thing like i know the walking dead is also about storytelling with the characters but like it was mainly more about the zombies right in the beginning yeah Yeah. so um i think this is gonna be a lot more about the characters growing and than it is gonna be i think we're gonna see very little clickers in this yeah that makes sense but at the same time they probably have the budget to do more with that because it's mm-hmm. kind of a big property. So, but I don't think it's going to be Game of Thrones level. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Well, on to another HBO property. <laughs> we talked about it last week. There was a tease for a Valentine's Day release Snyder Cut trailer for the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, due out sometime next month. I think it was like the 18th or something. So, yes, we watched the trailer. Yeah. Give was... me your thoughts. Uh, Let's talk about it. Honestly... It was it was nice to see more of the characters that we knew we were going to be seeing in the Snyder Cut that, uh, like the the bad guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> without getting too specific. Um, it was nice to see more of that because we've been told we were going to see more of that, and so I see proof now. So that's exciting. Yes. Because before I was kind of like I don't know, like how are they possibly going to do that? Like way I don't know. There must have been just so much extra footage they'd ever used. So well, yeah, it was yeah. wasn't it like four plus. Yeah, it was something... Hours of unused footage alone? Yeah. yeah. Probably even more than that. I don't know. Um, it was nice to see some of the things that were cut. Well, we saw um, Iris, right? It was Iris that... Yes, that character yeah. was not even in the movie, if right. I recall. And I feel like I've seen that scene before. I mean, she was probably a few yeah. scenes to begin with, right. but she wasn't even in the original cut. Yeah, so it'll be nice for her to come back for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, mentioned Martian Manhunter. I don't think we saw him at all in the trailer. We did but not. that was a character that was supposedly going to be in it, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be at this point. Okay. I'm excited for that, for sure. I wonder how he'll look compared to the Supergirl one. Assuming they even show him in that form. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so this trailer got me kind of re-excited for the Snyder Cut, because it's been so long that it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that, but I don't really, it's not yeah. like in the front of my mind at yeah. all. So. Uh, you could kind of tell, too, that... You know, we've had all these discussions about the Ray Fisher, you know, mm-hmm. and being yeah. unhappy with the the Justice League and all that filming and stuff uh, mm-hmm. for other reasons, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then there was talk that like he had a much bigger role in the original vision of this movie. Um, you could kind of, I feel like you can kind of see that in this trailer. Like it yeah. does seem like the the little glimpses they've given him, it does seem like there's stuff that I don't think was even in the yes. other version. Like I... it looked like he's like got more of a a battle premise than he did what we've seen. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to be more at the front lines. Yes. Not so much just kind of a use as a tool yes. to help them hack something. Yeah. Yeah, he does seem like he's going to have more of an uh, explanation behind his actions. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm interested to see what they do if Superman's interactions with everyone are different or because it kind of seemed like, I don't know. Well, so this is going to be like four hours, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get a completely different rebirth than we would have. I kind of hope so. Because Cause it was pretty lackluster what they did. Bad. So yeah. <laughs> I kind of wonder if like a third of the movie is just going to be... Like them bringing him back, resolving and then, that, and then him being black suit Superman. Yeah, um, whether he's a villain at the time or whatever, yeah, whatever that whole plot. Could yeah, be. I but don't know. taking a little bit more time but, to resolve that problem. Yeah, kind of fleshing it out a little bit more and giving mm-hmm. it more of a logical make it progression. Mean, yeah, to make it mean his something. Role. Yeah, rather than just being like, um, oh, I'm good now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he gets like an oh shit moment where he like just shows up and like saves the day last second. You yeah. Know? That'd be a little cooler. I think. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, yeah, I I was really I I didn't hate the Justice League movie like most people did. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I I enjoyed it for what it was. Just knowing that it was just fucking seeing some cool characters do some cool shit, even if it wasn't as cool as it could have been. Yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, but watching this trailer, this trailer alone, I feel like is like way better than the movie. Yeah. Combined. I feel like this trailer is like the definition of life is good, but it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. And we see a lot of stuff. I mean, I know obviously most of the movie was supposed to be different, but mm-hmm. like, we know there was a budget added and they did some other stuff, but like, yeah. we see stuff in this trailer that was not even at all a thing in the other movie. So it looks like Wonder Woman's home. The mascara? Yeah, like it, it looks like that whole place is just destroyed. Yeah. In in parts of this trailer. Yeah. Um maybe that's a flashback. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it looks like there's more battling like in public areas than it yeah. you know, it was not this random abandoned Russian Right. Like zone. Yeah. It's with it, like five people that live there. Yeah. <laughs> it it looks like there's gonna be a lot more war happening in public places and Yes. A lot more destruction and CGI I'm looking forward to. I agree. So I'm excited for it. You know, we have two big properties for in March, right? We mm-hmm. have this one. Mm-hmm. And then we have Godzilla vs. King Kong. That's true. Both will be in like within like a week or two. Something that I have a lot of questions about is the ending of the trailer where we see the Joker played by Jared Leto. So... I knew that, or we knew that Jared Leto was going to be the Joker mm-hmm. on paper. Yeah, but, we knew he had some reshoot scenes yeah. or, or just shoot scenes. I don't think he was ever in the original. Right. So my question is, is he the same Joker? That's where I'm confused. Because he's like obviously it. visually completely different. Yeah. You know, this is like Bella Ramsey playing Ellie all over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's clearly a different looking Joker, right? Yeah. But also, if you pay attention to the scene that he's in, mm-hmm. it feels like that is one of those future Batman scenes where, you know, we got in like BVS and yeah. shit where he was seeing the future and it was right. when the world was destroyed and yes. shit. Yeah. Um, it looked like it was that kind of setup mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So I think that might not be like a real, this is literally happening but just a foreshadowing dream sequence that batman may have 
Right, okay. Uh, of the Joker, which okay. will put it in more context, why he would be there, why he looks different. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But, um Well, I'm excited to see him as the Joker. Yes. This Joker. I, I think it's good to see that he's going to be a role in this because mm-hmm. I think he was really shafted with Suicide Squad. Obviously, that movie was a fucking mess. Yeah. But, again, even that movie, there was supposedly a lot of footage of just him and harley quinn together that, that they could have made a whole movie yeah because originally it was like a, a movie about just the two of them right pretty was much the original yeah premise yeah and then it turned into a suicide squad film yeah and then it caused like drama with him because they like basically cut most of his scenes where you see mm-hmm. the character yeah. flushed out i feel like he's kind of one of those actors again that was just kind of didn't get the chance to really show what he can do with the character yeah whether that's what they filmed or just what they allowed to be seen after filming. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. I don't think he's going to be a huge role. I think it's just going to no, be more like, it, ooh, exciting Joker's yeah, here. Yeah, but it will be nice to see him do something with the role that wasn't just face tattoos. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm probably going to get hate for this. I... I didn't hate the look they went with for yeah. that. Like, I didn't either. It's just... It's a very far-fetched, completely different... You know, they clearly made it more of a... To a, appeal to a younger... Yeah. Make it more trendy to yeah. the, to a younger audience, obviously, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah. he was like Fortnite Joker, obviously, yeah. right? But, he was Fortnite Joker, yeah. That's a really um, good name for it. But I, I didn't hate it. Like, it was an interesting concept that they went with. Who was that fucking... Like, person that was the musician on um, SNL that was, like, covered in tattoos. What was his fucking weird-ass name? Oh, I have no idea. I was, like, mad that I didn't hate the music because I thought he was going to be just... Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know. I feel like he looked like that. (laughs) Okay. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Fortnite Joker is the perfect name for it, so... Yeah. (laughs) And we got a lot of stuff of Darkseid and Mm -hmm. um, Steppenwolf, right? Yes. Completely different look, too, right? Steppenwolf looks completely different than he did. Yes. Much more badass, in my opinion. Oh, way more. Uh, I like the armor. I think it's a little bit more intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how there's this distinction between when he's battling, he's got, like, the helmet piece versus when he's just existing. Mm-hmm. Which you have to assume that was completely changed, right? Intentionally. Just yeah. to separate it from the original cut probably because there's no way that that was the original design and then they just happened to change it last minute for when yeah we didn't took over right because that didn't make any they, that was clearly the original design in that movie yeah but he's like well uh let's just take like maybe it was a different concept art that they already had created yeah. and he's like let's just take this one instead. yeah that's probably it um, but dark side i think he looks good mm-hmm. i'm yeah this movie's gonna it literally looks epic yeah I'm excited about it. So, who knows? Maybe this will turn into a huge DCEU continuation, even. Or a a different timeline or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's very interesting. Anyways, any any final thoughts? I'm ready. Yeah? Yeah. Well. In the words of Spongebob. HBO Max isn't. (laughs) So, you have to wait a good month or so. Okay. I guess I'll try. Yeah. All right. Well, that is something to look forward to on a streaming service. Yes, it is. Um, Maybe somebody can pass the memo along to Marvel that people are excited for a superhero film coming to a streaming service. Maybe. Because apparently Black Widow is still 
being stuck to a theatrical release. That's a huge bummer. Yes. There was rumors for a little bit earlier this week that uh, Feige, he was being reported to being completely against the idea of putting it on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Which obviously, right? You lose more money that way. Yeah. Realistically, you're just losing money. Yeah. So that was like the, the whole report was that he was against it being put on as a premium whatever release on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Of course, that's the whole business side. But in a recent earnings report, Bob Chappick, the CEO for Disney currently, mm-hmm. uh, said, We are still intending for it to be a theatrical release. We are going to be watching very carefully to see whether that strategy needs to be revisited. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's saying, We're going to try to stick to theatrical as long as we can because yeah. we want to make more money. Yeah. Which just makes sense. Get it. I get it. But how how late do you think they are willing to go before shifting if they have to? Because we literally don't have theaters open in California. Yeah. Or at least I don't think we do. Not that I'm aware of. I think not legally, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie is supposed to be released May 7th. Correct. That is, what, two and a half months from yeah, now? Yeah, it's not that far away. What's t- This is February. Mid-February. Yeah, so two and a half months. So, like, what? Do you think they would, like, go as far as a month before before making a decision? Is that even too early? Could they go further well, into May? I mean, tec- technically, Q1, end, end of Q1 would be end of March. So, I would think they would make a decision shortly after that. So, you think it's strictly about a Q1, Q2 I'm just because it's a business. They probably they're probably going to tend to. Well, if it's going to be released in May, then Q2 would be the one that would matter, right? Because Q1 isn't even relevant to them making money. If that's the case, because it's not coming out till May seventh. Yeah, but they usually have like predictions about the following quarter based on whatever the fuck is going on. So so. it would be about the investors. Yes, but I mean at this point, I have a feeling that they. I think that they make decisions around those quarter points based on their earnings reports and Mm -hmm. stuff. So my assumption would be that based on like their earnings oh. and also around that time they take into account the pandemic and if things are opening. So at the very least they could just be like, oh yeah, it's going to be in theater still. Yes. Just to make it look like they are going to be more valuable uh, earnings in the next month or two. But they will probably potentially have to likely shift. The- yeah. All I know is I'm going to be really fucking pissed if they end up releasing it in theaters but we can't see it. I know. I, I mean, I'm yeah. really mad. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be ridiculous. I mean, it's not going to be just us. It's going to be a lot of fucking states. Yeah, all of California. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, states. Even. Yes. It's not just like only a few states don't have theaters open. There's a lot of states that don't, right? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they, it it's a worldwide release, obviously. But, like, if your logic is you don't want to release it on Disney Plus because you don't want to lose money, then that contradicts when you're going to lose the money by not having it get its most potential in theaters. Yeah. They really need to consider a premium video on demand situation. Or just both. Yeah. You know what they should do? Hmm. No. Never mind. That wouldn't make sense. I was going to say, they should do like a thing where you literally have one fucking day to watch this. Not like one day. Like a week. Or a few days. I don't know. A weekend. I don't know. Yeah. I'm making this up as I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. So a weekend. That, like, it drops. Yeah. You have that weekend to pay the premium price and yeah. to watch it. Like, yeah. literally the 48 hours, yeah. let's say. Okay. That you usually get for a rental. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Then you have to wait for theater or whatever the hell their plan is. Okay. 
Yeah. So, like, it's a short window, but you're theoretically going to get, like, a shit ton of people. That would break their streaming service. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of technical <laughs> problems, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I like the idea on the surface, though. <laughs> it's like the, like, uh, you know, like, get it before it's gone kind of, like, yeah. concept, right? Yeah, that's true. They would get more people watching it than they... Theoretically. But you might also get a lot of people, like, making theaters in their own home for a bunch of people. True, yeah. So, I don't know. There's a lot of variables, I guess, <laughs> yeah. that they would have to figure out, which I'm sure they are trying to at this point. Yeah. It's just, you know, I want it, so... Yeah, so just release it. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, am I not enough, <laughs> no. Disney? Do you need more than just me to want to watch this? Apparently they do. This is bullshit. It's so fucking rude. You know, I was talking uh, to my buddy Clint, and um, he was kind of, he, he was... He was talking like we were talking a while ago. Yeah. So I guess we just looked really desperate back then. Uh, but <laughs> he was like, he was like, I'd probably put 40 bucks on this movie just to fucking yeah. see it by this, at this point. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was saying 60, but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 40 seems better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you like, got all the Marvel fans out here like, y'all got some crack? Yeah. Like <laughs> y'all got some Black Widow? <laughs> so if he's saying that, then like. Yeah. I feel like that proves that they they have enough people. Yeah, because that's not two even, people right there. Yeah, but my, your point though is that he's not even super into that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he enjoys he's, it, he's but he's fan. not he's not rushing to theaters. He's not a super fan type situation. Like, yeah, he's he likes it, but he's more he's slightly more casual. So he's, yeah, yeah, like there's probably movies he hasn't seen. Yes. The point I guess I'm making is like there is. A big chunk of people who are just ready for this fucking movie. Yes. So they are willing to pay. Yeah. You know, and you're making back. You know, obviously you're gonna pay more than twenty bucks. You're gonna you're gonna be paying at least the Mulan, which I guarantee will be more than that price. So that's gonna cover at least knowing that a few people are watching it in one household. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even be against them, and I know other people would be pissed off at this idea, but like, if it's a technical thing that you could do limit to it can only be on one device yeah like you have to register it to one device so that way you can't like let a bunch of people yeah. buy all your password and go watch it too after yeah that's true i was you thinking know, about that if too. that's a, a thing that they could do then to fuck it do that i don't care like just let me watch it yeah i don't think it's gonna be significant to the future of the mcu as much as i thought it would be before mm-hmm. but I am interested to see what they're going to do with this movie. Yeah. Because something has to tie in, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was intended to be the first of the fucking phase. So yeah. something has so to be So unless it was literally enough. just a stalling device, there's got to be a tie-in. <laughs> well, actually, wasn't Spider-Man Far From Home supposed to be the first of the phase? And then they pushed that into the ending of phase three yeah, instead think- of Endgame? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that was... Endgame was, I think, was supposed to be the end of that whole phase. And then they made Spider-Man the yeah. end instead. Yeah. Well, I'm going to echo my previous sentiments. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I, I as well am ready. <laughs> I don't know if I've emphasized enough that I would like to watch this movie. Yeah. Just in case you didn't say it enough. Uh, but you brought up Spider-Man, so... <laughs> Here's a fun little tidbit for you. Tom Holland denied the Spider-Verse concept that people are theorizing these days. Uh, the one Where we think that potentially Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the next film. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so it's been whole, talked about. Doing the whole Spider-Verse, yeah. yeah. So he's denying this whole thing. He says, no, no, they will not be in the, appearing in this film unless they have hidden the most massive piece of information from me, which I think is too big of a secret for them to keep from me. But as of yet, no. It'll be a continuation of the Spider-Man movies that we've been making. Uh, I mean, he kind of solved the... <laughs> The riddle for us. So that so, confirms yes. So they're lying. Is, they're lying to your fucking face. He Tom. literally is proving our point. <laughs> Has he met himself? <laughs> he he was. Uh, he he have literally seen. didn't get the entire script of uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and or at Endgame. least one of them. And he had to film they, really important scenes yeah, without the other character. They only gave him chunks at a time because they didn't yeah. want him ruining it. Yes, they hid they hid things from him on purpose. Huge things. So there's mm-hmm. no reason yeah, for us I to think, believe that. I think not he was case. filming stuff without context of who he was talking to at times. Yes. In yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I, I it sounds like Marvel it's... was lying to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> in fact, I feel like it's probably even in your contract mm-hmm. not to tell you things. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, it should be. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not confirmed. We don't know that Tobey no. Maguire or Andrew Garfield or any of the other millions of cast members that have been rumored are going to be in this movie. But they're going to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like they will be. Yeah, all, all arrows are pointing to it's a thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. If it's not, I'll be really shocked. At least somebody's going to be in this, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing, too. If they are, it needs to be like, a plot of the movie. It can't just be like, here's a fun Easter egg, like, scene of, yeah. we saw Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, and yeah. like, uh, flying through the multiverse, or, you know, like what a quick cam- did- It can't be a cameo. It needs to be a fucking part of the movie. So what if they did, like, a Rise of the Skywalker situation, where at the end they had all the Jedi's voices? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's too weak to be... <laughs> Whoever the fucking villain is, and so he needs the the he's strength the, from all of the, the other Spider Verse yeah. Spider Men. <laughs> to McGuire's like with great power, and then <laughs> Andrew Garfield's like comes great responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty hilarious if they did that. No, that would be so fucked up. <laughs> Waste my fucking time. <laughs> I didn't say good. I said hilarious. Who am I kidding? By the time the movie comes out, theaters will still be closed. Yeah, that's true. I won't even get to see it. They'll still be debating whether they put Black Widow on. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're not. We're we just decided we're not going to release it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's happened before with some movies. So yeah, it has. Uh, moving on though, uh, Captain Marvel two is also a movie coming out at some point in this world maybe perhaps if disney decides to make it yeah if we're lucky zowie ashton has been cast alongside brie larson in the captain marvel 2 film Mm -hmm. Uh, she is not technically confirmed as any particular role but sources are saying that she will be playing the main antagonist of the film okay i feel like i know her oh yeah she was in I haven't watched it yet, but that Netflix well, the movie that's on Netflix, Velvet Buzzsaw, the one with um, Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. Fuck. That's so long ago, yeah. It was 2019. Like I said. <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Practically. Yeah. 
But anyway, I recognized her face, and I was like, where the fuck do I know her from? She's from a lot of, like, British stuff, but I remember okay. seeing her on that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I don't even know who the hell she, I could... I can't even think of who she would be playing right now. I just... That's what I'm wondering. Like, who's going to be they, the they don't, antagonist? They don't... When they cast people, like, it doesn't matter who they cast. Like, yeah. they could be gender swapping. They mm-hmm. could be... Like, they could completely change a character. Like, yeah. you don't even know anymore. Yeah, that's true. So... I'm going to have to sit down and really think about who I think that she could be playing. Okay. Maybe I'll come back next week with my thoughts. Sounds good. But um, as of right now, Captain Marvel 2 is set for a November 11th, 2022 release. For now. For now. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. A few more small things with Disney. Uh, they are closing the Ice Age animation studio, Blue Skies Studios. Uh, this is reported by Deadline. The studio was acquired in the 20th Century Fox buyout, and 450 employees will be losing their jobs from closing this studio. But Disney is planning to work with them to find positions at other studios. Would you say that they're getting fridged? Can I say that? Is that allowed? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I guess it was a bad Ice Age joke. It worked in Deadpool, right? Yeah. <laughs> I liked those movies, so uh, I hope those people... Well, okay, well, here's the thing. I don't think any of the properties... I don't think this means they're all gone. I don't think it means they're not going to be working on those. It just means they aren't going to be doing it through From the studio. From that studio, yeah. I mean, they'll probably just... Not that Pixar doesn't have enough to work on, but yeah. they might incorporate some of the stuff into like that studio or mm-hmm. some other ones. That's right? true. Okay. That's fair. It's nice that they are working with them to try to find them positions at other studios instead of just yeah. saying, sucks to suck. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could be worse. I mean, Disney is basically saying, Ice Age is good, <laughs> but it could be better. <laughs> I guess they are saying that. <laughs> Pedro Pascal's been cast as... <laughs> Scrat or whatever. The squirrel. Scrat? But isn't there, that's a, the squirrel. Isn't his name like Scrat or something? The one with the nut? I have no idea. I didn't know he had a name. Or Scrit. I, I didn't. I really had no idea he had a name. <laughs> Thought it was just the the crazy squirrel. The crazy squirrel. It's fucking one of the. Who best. always went for the it's nut. It's one of the best characters. The acorn. Not even a nut. An acorn. Oh, whatever. Close enough. An acorn's a nut. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> it's very clearly an acorn. He's like chasing a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. I don't think peanuts roll that well. You don't fucking know. <laughs> Disney Plus has also apparently hit 95 million paid subscribers. So, I don't know, maybe more reasons to fucking put Black Widow on there? Yeah, no Just shit. Just an idea. <laughs> yeah. $40 a piece. Um, the math is there. You can do the math, yeah. <laughs> the math is there. <laughs> Disney Plus, you guys have calculators. Yeah. You figure so out. So, as of January 2nd, the service has 949 million customers worldwide uh this here's a crazy thing their original projections were to gain 90 million within the four years that was their plan four years within four years of the launch it's been one yeah like one and a quarter (laughs) years yeah and we're already there past it okay yeah they're already above their four-year plan so i'm gonna echo your sentiment Maybe put fucking Blackwood on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, you drive a hard bargain. Sixty one dollars. 
All right, and last, uh, a bit of surprising news. I don't think anyone's as, well, maybe somebody was expecting it. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, Gina Carano played Cara Dune on The Mandalorian, both season one and two, mm-hmm. uh, has been fired by Lucasfilm and will no longer portray the character in any Star Wars property. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, is because of a lot of... Controversial tweets. Controversial social media tweets or yeah. just interactions with people. Yes. Comments made. Uh, just it seems like maybe she's not a people person. There's, yeah. Politics. To, to, put, it likely, yeah. to put it lightly. Put it lightly. Yeah. It's not like she's not a people person. Um, and it got to the point that Disney decided that they did not want that kind of representation. And she is just officially gone from the Star Wars brand altogether. Yeah. Kind of sucks for her, right? Because she, I think, was rumored to be leading in a Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Yeah. That was, it, I don't think that was confirmed, but I think... We all suspect Rangers it. of the, the New, Republic. New Republic, I think, was supposed to be that show. It yeah. seemed like it based off what they were doing with The Mandalorian Season 2. Right. Um, but not anymore. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Do they recast the character or do they just completely ignore the character altogether? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like she has been in the show enough that it would be difficult to do like an off-screen death. But also not unreasonable, given her line of work. I mean, do you even need to kill her off, though? I mean, do you even need to acknowledge that she died or just why she's not there? Well, she... I don't feel like enough has happened with her character that it's... Yeah, they could just... Needs explanation for one or the other. That's true. They could just never go back to there or wherever the fuck it is. Like, last we see the character, like, you know, like I said, it's not like they're kind of setting up for her to, like, get her own show. Mm -hmm. Which then... You don't need to worry about her being a plot point in The Mandalorian anyways. True, true. So. So if just... they were going to use that character in the Rangers of the New Republic, then I would say go with a different character rather than recast so just, her. So just a different character altogether. Yeah, yeah. And she's just not in the show. Yeah, because you can make somebody else. Somebody you could just assume that she's out there somewhere doing, doing Ranger shit, but yeah. she's just not the focus of the story that yeah. they're telling right now. Yeah, and the focus of the story is somebody else that has another similarly tragic backstory and yeah. is fine. I, I'm hoping they get uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, no. How dare you? I'm they ru- better not fucking ruin Mandalorian stuff or Star Wars <laughs> stuff with Ronda Rousey. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah? She's... Ugh, man. So you're saying that Gina Carano had way better acting skills than Ronda Rousey? I mean, yeah. Okay. A, a brick wall does. Okay. <laughs> so they could just cast a brick wall then? Yeah. Or they could cast Ronda Rousey as a brick wall. <laughs> I she feel start, bad. She starts talking. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just, no. Just stand there. Just stand there. <laughs> don't move. Don't talk. Perfect. I I don't generally like to hate on people for their poor acting skills, but whew, it, you should learn right away, this is not for me. Yeah. And stop doing it. But at the same time, I have a podcast, so. Yeah, but people don't. I should have learned. This yeah. is not for me. We're not infiltrating mainstream media and like ruining. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, clearly you're not. Okay. <laughs> 
There's, okay, so here's the difference. There's no casting decisions that are allowing us or disallowing us from having a podcast. Someone out there is like, yeah, you're you're the choice for this. <laughs> so your argument is you can't stop us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one can stop us. But somebody should have stopped her. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What movie was it she was in? She was in a movie for like literally like half of a scene. And yes, it was the it was worst. the worst. She had one line and she still was that? couldn't fucking execute it. Was it was so bad. There was something to do with aliens maybe? No. It was like a Fast and Furious movie or something like that. I mean, probably, yeah. Um, Crowley's Angels. Was that what it was? Yes. They were like in, I feel like they were in like India or something. It was like some crazy fancy tower. Uh Uh-huh. Rich person tower. And she was like teaching them something. Or like talking to the yeah, there she was like a. I'm probably thinking two different movies. Two different movies, but she was like (laughs) helping them. She was helping train. What's her name? She was training. The new per- new person yeah, to, like, yeah, fight. That was a terrible... It was terrible bad. Even scene. though she was showing how to fight, which she's good at, mm. the fact that she had to act while doing it just ruined it. Yeah. It was bad. She's, like, really... she's like swinging her arms around me like, I'm fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it right? Yeah. Stop talking to the camera. Anyways, anyway. Yeah, we, we digress. Okay. You know what works just as well as having a brick wall? What? Cast in your movie? <laughs> what? Having nothing at all and making it scary as fuck. Okay. Uh, Paranormal Activity is getting a reboot from Will Eubank and Christopher Landon. Wait, already? I feel like... I mean, already. It's been around for like a decade, I feel like. Oh. They've had like five plus movies. I feel like rebooting a movie in ten years is too soon. Maybe that's just me. If, no, if people have... What? As we get like our third Spider-Man reboot, I have also been vocally on <laughs> on record saying I think it's too soon to reboot these. Every time, every time I've been against it, so yeah. I'm not changing my stance here. Okay, that's not doesn't mean I don't enjoy the ones that they have, but mm-hmm. I still think that rebooting a movie in ten years is ridiculous. No, I get it. I get it. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead and tell your so, story. <laughs> my story, huh? Yeah. Or is it just the news? Whatever. <laughs> so yes, will. Eubank and Christopher Landon are teaming up to direct a new paranormal activity film for Paramount. Uh, it's set for a March 4th, 2022 release. Hmm. So, Happy birthday to me. Just in, just in the time for your birthday. Hopefully they'll put it on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> you say that like it's shade, but like I, I agree. I, I hope they do. Because <laughs> it would be free. <laughs> I get to use that through my brother. <laughs> yep. And I would love to have something like that where I am not paying. I know you would. I enjoy those movies. Scare the shit out of me, but I love them. I don't enjoy them, obviously. Remember after the first movie, I like went home and like turned all the lights on as though that would have stopped a demon. I mean, in the movies it does. Entity from <laughs> harming me. Yeah. Biting my inner thigh Mm-mm. and possessing me. Spoilers. <laughs> Now, now that I think about it, Paranormal Activity got really erotic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so it's going to be described as a new, unexpected retooling. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with just getting the same shit again, yeah. but, like, different people. It's a different entity to different people yeah. with a different story. What's the mov- what are the movies that are, like, oh, Final Destination? How come they haven't remade those yet? 
Uh, because that's terrifying. <laughs> that's you ter- tra- No, you tell me that you drive down freeways with... <laughs> Behind log trucks? Log trucks, and you're completely <laughs> fucking fine. I'm not okay with it. But I'm shocked they haven't done it. Because that would be a good one for them to consider remaking at this point. Not that I would want to watch it. Just people would. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying no. Yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> But I think Final Destination is different than a normal horror movie because Those it's movies like it can give you real life anxiety. Making me worry to turn a light on because yeah. like it's gonna kill it's, me. I'm gonna be electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. There's nothing worse than seeing a movie and then second guessing every possible thing that yes. ever you, like is done. Yeah. It's been so long. Whether that you're gonna kill yourself. It's been so long that I don't remember most of the things, thankfully. But I did have a hard time after watching some of those, where I was like, "Oh my god, I can't exist in life without mm-hmm. anxiety." Well, a little bit of happier news. Please. <laughs> Jack Black has been cast in the Borderlands movie as Claptrap. Nice. That's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make up a uh, black and yellow reference yeah in my head yeah but i couldn't think of it because i'm not creative enough (laughs) because claptrap is black and yellow yes Uh uh-huh you know what he is (laughs) um i think this is interesting because i don't think i would have expected the voice of the character in the video game sounds Mm. so much different than than jack black's voice i know the shit out of that voice i know but Either way, he's funny and mm-hmm. Claptrap's funny, so sounds great. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, can we also establish that get rid of Jimmy Lee Curtis. Okay. Get rid of Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Love you both. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Let's get Karen Gilliam in oh. there as Lilith. Okay. Okay. Let's get Dwayne Johnson in there mm-hmm. as Brick, as we've established. Yes. Uh, let's just make this a fucking reunion for Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you couldn't even lean heavy into that. Mm-hmm. And Borderlands is a DLC within Jumanji, even. Like, oh I don't care. That's ridiculous. Uh, you know what I do, regardless of that, I do think that Karen Gillian would be a good uh, Maya, the other siren, the one that was in the Borderlands 2 game. But she doesn't have red hair. Doesn't matter. Neither does... No, but she doesn't have red hair. Lilith has red hair. Neither it's does Nebula. Simple. It's simple science. <laughs> but Nebula doesn't even have hair, and she still plays her with no That's problem. That's why she shaved her head, obviously. Yeah, she couldn't have a different color. It just had to be no hair. If they had purple people in the world, they would have picked a purple person. Or had purple people eaters. <laughs> Eating a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm way off track. No, I, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I, me too. I, this movie's going to be good. I Every piece of information we get on this, I'm like, yeah. yes, when is it coming out? How many people do you think are going to cast, though? Like, how Well, many... they need two more for They've the main cast. They've got a good fucking cast of yeah. actors. Like, yeah. this is not going to be a low-budget movie, no. it sounds like. I also kind of wonder, it's hard for me to tell, like, what era they're putting this in, because all of these, obviously it seems like Borderlands 1. Do you think it could be, like, a future thing? Like, do you think this could be a movie set past the games? It could. Because all of these, is most of these characters are still alive, I think. 
far as I know, they as are. As far as I'm aware, they're what I'm alive. saying is like they're casting Jamie Lee Curtis as a character who's much younger looking. Yes. And as far as I'm concerned, in the games. Yes. So unless they just don't care about age for the characters, I I mean maybe that's them saying we're casting for this story to be yeah them later on uh-huh. to like not affect storytelling through the yeah. game. I don't know. Yeah. Or it's possible they're giving her a different background than she has in the game. That's also a thing. Either way, I can't wait. I'm excited for this. Because, so they need two more people for the main cast. Obviously, they need to do Dwayne Johnson, so they better be... The only other person I could have thought would be perfect for Jack Black, or Mm -hmm. for Claptrap. Yeah. Danny DeVito. (laughs) Is it just because he's short? Yes. (laughs) You know who I thought might be... He's just like wearing like a cardboard... (laughs) Just like a cardboard box. (laughs) That's like an Always Sunny episode, I feel like. Okay, I take it back. I want It's Always Sunny to have an episode where they make the Borderlands movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like they... I was thinking of somebody like John Mulaney or like one of those like comedians that has like a higher-pitched voice. Okay. So you, you just... Okay. Just because of the voice, not because of how they look. Yeah. Because okay. I assume they're going to look like Claptrap, not like themselves. Also, I think it's kind of surprising they even cast a big-name actor as a voice yes. for Claptrap because... It's literally just a voice. Yeah. And so why wouldn't you just logically use the voice acting From the of game. the games yeah. to then be in the movie? Because that's really all you need. Yeah. Their job is literally the same. Yeah. Record into a microphone and then they filter it into whatever they need to do yeah. for the voice and then they put it in the, in the movie, right? Yeah. True. There may be more acting required or something like that than... A voice actor from the game. Because in most of the games, Claptrap is more of a NPC. What do you think? There's one the... of them you can play him. Yeah, I think... Uh... Number one, I think. No, no, no. It's it... um the pre-sequel. The pre-sequel. You play him. You can... He's a playable yeah, character. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm kind of wondering now. Do you think they will do the like literal design of the character from the games? Or do you think they'll make it more realistic and like you think they'll give him some kind of facial construct that he will have emotions showing oh like kind of like transformers does with their robot faces i kind of hope not i think the only thing they could do that would be okay would be some kind of lights or something that would Mm -hmm. make this like more like bumblebee yes where it's more simplified but you can get those expressions yeah that will get that could be okay i mean the character is literally just a a camera lens yeah that's all his face is yeah but, i feel like they could do something where like the lens zooms in and out or like i don't know mm-hmm. you know who else i would have liked to see play him hmm. eugene levy <laughs> yeah you could even incorporate his like paint strips paint into strips like being eyebrows. his eyebrows because <laughs> he would always know his emotions based on his eyebrows that's true <laughs> well Till the next casting. Yes. Which will probably be tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Uh, face-off sequel in the works. We've already talked about this being a thing. Well, that there was, I guess, there was rumors of a reboot. Yeah. And I was all for it. You were like, no. Yes. Stand by that. Um, I don't remember why you thought that. Because it's terrifying. Oh, because you haven't finished the movie, right? Um, no, I did. You did? Wait, okay. face-off? Oh, I don't remember. Nicolas Cage, John Travolta. Woo! What a predicament. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've seen it, so 
maybe I'm confusing. I think I was confusing it with mm. Invisible Man whenever I said, mm. no, yeah. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Yeah. I, I knew you were talking about Hollow Man. Yeah. Hollow I already Man. knew. Hollow Man is terrifying. And that's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> not at all one of the two actors in this movie. I know. But I also feel like I didn't like Face Off, and I don't remember why. Probably just because it's creepy. They take their faces off probably, and swap them? Probably. I mean, who thinks that's appropriate? Probably criminals who did it in the first place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, continue the, your story. <laughs> the antagonist wasn't exactly an upright citizen. Fair enough. He, <laughs> he's the one who did it. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> yeah. You want to just finish your goddamn news story instead of making the news story me being lame? <laughs> Godzilla and King Kong director Adam Wingard announced the news on his Twitter because he's apparently going to be doing this film. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, I will never reimagine or remake Face Off. It's a perfect action movie starring Kevin Bacon as Hollow Man. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) Simon Barrett and I are writing a direct sequel. Okay, cool. I guess I have to actually watch Face Off now, since obviously I don't remember it enough. But I don't remember enjoying it. That's all I can say. Here's the thing. I feel like... I don't remember if you've ever finished the movie. Because I, I remember us watching it one time. Because mm-hmm. I was like hyping it up how great it was. Yeah. Remembering it from the 90s. Uh-huh. And then I feel like when we were watching it, I recall it being very boring and slow. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand. I really loved this movie. <laughs> And I think we were falling asleep, uh-huh. and we didn't finish it. Okay. So I don't recall ever going back. Okay. But even with that story, I still in my head, I'm like, this is such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> even though you have the recent evidence so of it not being good. So I need to go back and rewatch it yeah. again. We gotta do it like when we first wake up or something, so that we can't yeah. be tired. We'll have coffee and watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. I recall. You recall that it was anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of actors from the 90s making a comeback, Sandra Bullock has joined Bullet Train. This is via Variety. It's a movie based on the novel Maria Beetle by Kataro Isaka. Bullet Train follows five assassins who find themselves on a bullet train in Japan and realize that their assignments are all related. Yeah, this seemed pretty entertaining whenever I was reading the kind of synopsis and it's got like a pretty big cast so it sounds like it could be it has the beginnings of a good movie anyway it it sounds very like john wick or yeah what's another movie that's all uh it's funny that you say that because (laughs) uh david leach who was the director of john wick and atomic blonde is set to helm this film okay that would make sense so it makes even more sense um, already in the cast were uh, people, there's like a million people already on there, but the big ones are Brad Pitt, Lady Gaga, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and Zazie Beetz. Yeah, so that's what's so confusing to me is this has apparently been a thing already. It's been established as a thing, but I have never heard of this until now. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either until I saw this news. I was like, that it, sounds fucking cool. It took Sandra Bullock yeah. <laughs> to get cast for this news to hit mainstream as as far as i'm aware yeah in 2021 not 1999 (laughs) do you think melissa mccarthy is gonna be cast as well then 
I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> I guess it probably just depends on if it's supposed to be at all a comedy. <laughs> all right. HBO Max is getting a couple adult animated shows coming your way. What if I were to tell you that Velma from the Scooby-Doo series is getting an adult animated series? Jinkies. As a prequel to her, basically an origin story to her character. I'm, but how is it an origin story? Is it a prequel even to them as kids? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I assume it's got to imply like a alternate world type. Okay. I don't know. It. Okay. I feel like the most recent fucking Scoob or whatever like threw yeah. a wrench in that. I mean, I have to assume that they would probably make some kind of cameos in this show, right? Yeah. Or else, what would be the point? Right. It doesn't it seem. I kind mean, of... the only time I heard anybody care about Velma was when some OnlyFans girls were cosplaying as her. Yeah. Most people don't give a shit about Velma. Well, I mean, you have to assume that they're going the route of Harley Quinn, right? Yeah. I mean, if they're not, then don't waste my time. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So, it better be just as good, just as raunchy, Mm -hmm. and you got my interest. Yeah. I don't need another family-friendly Scooby-Doo property that isn't going to do anything different. This is supposedly adult animation, as far as I can tell. So, that implies swearing... Mm-hmm. Sex jokes. Mm-hmm. Violence. Yeah. I want to see some raging clues. <laughs> yeah. Also, Clone High is getting a reboot with two seasons that was ordered for HBO Max. I never watched this show. I don't even know what that is. Uh, from what I recall, the premise was they like cloned famous figures in history, mm-hmm. and then they put them in high school, Okay. and they were like growing up. In modern time, but as these historical figures, mm-hmm. you know, which is a comedy. Okay. It was apparently well received, but it only had like one season before canceled. Gotcha. It was on Cartoon Network, I think. Uh, I think that sounds right, yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, also, the Velma uh, series will have ten episodes, and Minnie Kaling will voice and executive produce the show. Okay, that's interesting. She, is She's, she the one from the mini project? Yeah. Okay. From the office. I didn't want to assume yeah. because of the word Mindy. <laughs> the word. <laughs> the name. Yeah, that's her. Yes. Um, yeah, she's funny. I listened. She, she had like a book. Is everyone else hanging out with that? Is everyone hanging out without me or something like that was the title? Um, it was like. So what happened at the end? Were they? <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> Turns out that was not a related, uh, the title was not related to the content. It was just like her autobiography type situation mm. as a comedian. And she like read it. And so I had listened to the audiobook of it and it was pretty funny. And her voice wasn't grating or anything. So seems like mm. a good idea. Sounds like you assumed it would have been. No. Well, I did based on the office. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if her character was, if her voice sounded like she did in the office, then yes, I would have hated it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> But that was clearly a character. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. One last thing in our news. Thank fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan Harmon has set a animated ancient Greece comedy series for Fox. I'm excited this about this is one. Via Variety. It's set in a mythical ancient Greece focused on humans, gods, and monsters that tried to run one of the world's first cities without killing each other. Fox is targeting a 2022 debut 
for the show. I'm ready for that. It sounds great. It sounds great, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I'm so fucking confused on. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know who's doing what anymore. Yeah. Uh, all of these people and that work on Rick and Morty and mm-hmm. Solar Opposites and all those shit. Like, I feel like they've all come out with constant news of, we're doing another show set for this time mm-hmm. and date and place and... How many does he already have in the works? <laughs> yeah, I, that's very confusing as well to me. I feel like he's got at least two that are already... He created and produced Community, co-created Adult Swim, Rick and Morty, co-founded Alternative Television Network and website Channel 101, uh, Harmon Quest, Harmon Town. Okay, I want to say that somebody had another Hulu show. That... It was like a Netflix show. That was the other one. Wasn't there a... <laughs> the other Rick and Morty person. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to say there was an Amazon Prime show even. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It doesn't matter what they are. The Justin point is... Roiland okay. was the other one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there might even be another Fox show. I don't even know. But So it sounds like they're trying to reach any market they can. Yeah. Whatever you have an interest in, mm-hmm. there's a backstory. Yeah. There's a theme yeah. that you're probably going to like. Yeah. With their comedy. Exactly. Doesn't matter where you are. But yes, Greek mythology, of course. Sold, yeah. Especially with humans, gods, and monsters all existing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds incredible. So, 2022 can't come, can't come soon enough, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in 2021 I like to still enjoy. But yeah, I just... There's a lot of movies I'd like to watch. That's not what I was saying. Like, in your world, does 2021 just get erased and we're just no. at 2022? No, we just fast forward time. So I will just have a backlog that I could just go watch right away in this world that no, you've created? No, it would just, like, time would go a little faster. So, like, between important movie releases, that time goes, and then you stop, and then the movie's released, and then it goes, to the next one. <laughs> okay, so there's nothing important in between movie releases in your world. I am done. And then apparently a show. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Should we talk about what we watched this week? (laughs) I'm just making sure I understand the rules. Uh, There are no fantasy fast forward world. No, there are no rules. So no one's wearing a shirt. (laughs) No one's wearing a shirt. But it's all sped up, so you can't even see the nudity, anyways. (laughs) Doesn't matter. All right, so I'm, so I'm clear. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about what we watched this week then. Here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're or DTF. DTF. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, first up, I realized that I never talked about Bridgerton, and I did watch it, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like you did, though. I just can't recall. I couldn't find it in any of our notes. I know we talked about it whenever we were saying it was coming out, because you were, like, shocked that I was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And then you watched it, and I was like, well, well, well. Oh, yeah. Look how the I turns only, table. See, this is what pisses me off about it. It's the only reason I even watched it, was I was like, well, I guess it's fucking relevant to the podcast, so I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. And I still don't really love it, but regardless. Um, so is that your review? <laughs> Moving on. Let's start. I'll start from the beginning. Fast forwarding without shirts on. 
December, uh, Bridgerton came out on December 25th of 2020 on a Netflix. If you don't know that name, you probably haven't been paying attention to society. Did you say on the Netflix? I don't think I did, but That's it's possible. That's fine. On Netflix. Um, it focuses on several families and the events surrounding the competitive world of Regency era London. Basically this high society social season deal. Um, and it's narrated from the point of view of a society gossip type named Lady Whistledown. Which back in the day, that gossip person would write like a pamphlet and like distribute it to people. Like it wasn't like, oh, like texting or social media, obviously. But that, they had like a little pamphlet. Her name sounds like a medieval porn star name. It does, yes. That's correct. <laughs> uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> um... The series is based on a novel of the same name by Julia Quinn. Uh, the show has actually a twist from the novels in that it takes place in this alternate real- or alternate universe uh, racially integrated version of Regency era London, apparently based on a rumor. I thought this was interesting. It's based on a rumor that Queen Charlotte of Mecklenburg Strelitz had possible African an- ancestry. I didn't look into that, but that was like a rumor, I guess. <laughs> so they based, they did, I thought it would be a fun twist to do the show like mm-hmm. that, where it turns out she actually did have African ancestry and it made a huge difference in how people of different races were treated and integrated into society. Hmm. So it was kind of fun in that way. So there was a reasoning for the way they casted the show. Yes. It wasn't just, uh, why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I know that was kind of a topic of discussion. uh Uh-huh. I was was confused by it. how it wasn't technically historically accurate. Right. And so it didn't make sense why it was like this. Yeah. But it was never intended to be historically accurate. They were purposely doing it in this alternate history situation because they thought it would be interesting gotcha um so it had a fairly large relatively unknown cast so i'm not going to go through all of them but one that people have probably heard of is Roger jean page who played duke of hastings people had some serious feelings about him because there's a lot of shirtless scenes there were they even so he lives in your (laughs) there's no rules in his life yeah yeah he he lives by no rules (laughs) for sure he's uh he even made it so far as to make it into the like 007 rumors like, almost immediately because of how much his name was in in yeah. the news. Because so, he has a British accent yes. and he's been in scenes without shirts on. Yes. That's Obviously, all he needs to be yeah. James Bond at this point. Yes. Um, there were eight total episodes. I watched all eight, unfortunately. <laughs> After episode four, I was kind of like, now I just wanted it. Like, I just wanted the answer. Mm-hmm. But I had to sit through the just rest of the shit. one of those shows shit. then. Yeah. Where you're um, not emotionally committed, but you're like... I felt obligated. Well, I guess, I guess you would be emotionally I'm committed. I'm like intellectually... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I needed to get to the end, but I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, it was already renewed for season two. I, I don't... I'm pretty sure I would not continue it, personally, because I got the answer to the questions I needed. Yeah. And... I, I mean, I've only seen a little bit of it. I think, well, no, I watched, like, the last episode, I think, right? The last, like, maybe two episodes? That's all part of an episode. That's all part of an episode with you, and then... Yeah, and then you acted like you watched the whole thing. (laughs) I mean, active, did, whatever. Yeah. It's all the same. I feel like the show is clearly set for a younger female audience. Teen female audience. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. That's my quick... Yeah. The, um relationships the relations i guess Mm -hmm. were very tame like they're i don't know it was definitely seems to be like a a period piece soap opera-y thing Mm -hmm. for teens 
Yeah. But I will say, some of the fucking plot points were fucking ridiculously stupid. Yes. And bad. I'm sorry. Bad. They were they were bad uh, messages to give young girls. Absolutely they were. There was one that I don't want to give away. I think it's safe to say one of them that you might be thinking of. Somebody traps somebody else into getting married. And then something else. And then something else. <laughs> and, and it is and a more. terrible lesson to teach a yes, young person. It's terrible. It's a terrible idea. So I don't know about the messages it might be sending. Because, yeah. Anyway, uh, if you like soap opera shit that you're in, like, period piece stuff and whatever, go check it out, I guess. If you just want to see, like, seven quite a few shirtless men scenes then go check that and out and women yeah there were there were a handful of don't be sexist there weren't as many shirtless women as there were shirtless men so oh so they were sexist yeah there were there were haven't they ever heard of free the titties yeah <laughs> so there's I a mean, whole movement out there yeah if you're looking for something to check out that's like so socially... no bra claws the no bra claws i mean i made that up it seems like you did <laughs> Um, all in all, I, basically the, the question that they're, you're following these women and girls around in their ex escapades, trying to fucking get a man basically during the social season. I just didn't understand the whole concept. So they weren't even trying to get married to the prince. They were just trying to get the queen's approval that they were attractive for other random men to be attracted to them. Yes. So it's just kind of like. I guess in my sense, putting it in modern day of they were on some popular magazine. So they're considered the hottest person of the month right now. Yes, yes. But it doesn't mean that there's anything that they actually benefit from that. So they're like the Kardashians of Victorian time. Regency time, but yes. It's a different, slightly different era. Okay. Yeah. Regency time. Yeah. (laughs) It was the King George the I thought Third Regency or was just like a like a the dating season within. No, that's the. Okay, I guess I just don't understand the ton with this le bon ton, which okay. is a French. <laughs> yeah, that's what it came from. It's basically the social the debutante season is what you're thinking. Okay, of. yeah, what's what the American South would call the debutante season. Gotcha. So, which I only learned of by watching Borat too. Yes, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I don't even know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's a ridiculous, silly show that means almost nothing. So, uh, but there's like a very slight undertone of question. People kind of trying to figure out. There's a like a question that goes from episode to episode, trying to figure out who Lady Whistledown is. And do they ever figure it that out? That was the most important part to me. Um, and yes, you do find out. Is it worth the re- reveal? I was surprised. Okay. So I already know who it is. Do you? Yeah. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you now. I don't want to well, spoil it for everybody. Okay. I'll well, tell you after. Tell, tell me after. You have to remember to tell me and not forget. Okay. Okay. Write that down. Okay. Remind me. <laughs> to remind you? To remind you. Okay. Anyway, uh, I would give this... I'm going to test it. There were a lot of things I hated about it because I'm not really into that kind of shit. Um, because I usually... I don't know. It's like just too soapy for me. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy the under... Or the subplot situation of figuring out the whistle down person yeah yeah and yeah that's pretty much it i'm gonna test it okay 
Um, next up, we actually watched a show on HBO Max called The Head. I don't even know where this came from. I <laughs> but it came out on February 4th. Onto HBO Max, anyway. Um, it was first broadcast internationally on, in June of last year. So it's kind of like a semi-newer thing. But um, A lot of streaming services are doing this thing where yeah. they buy something after it's already been elsewhere and then they go oh it's a it's, a it's an original yeah yeah um so it's a spanish-made english language mystery television series they used um the, basically the the quick premise is a small team the winter crew is about to spend six months without the sun to continue their climate change research in um antarctica on a base in antarctica um when the spring comes the summer team arrives back at the base to find the entire entire team either missing or dead and then this the whole series follows this summer team trying to figure out what happened which uh was a little bit crazy <laughs> yes um they have a very internationally diverse cast they've got danish irish spanish and japanese cast members among others so there's quite a few um quite a large spread of cast members for this. And it is mostly in English, but some sections had subtitles for people who were speaking in their native tongue. Mm -hmm. um, and it took me a while to figure out because I don't, hadn't heard Danish in a while. So sometimes it sounded like it was German and then I was like, no, something's wrong. Something's different about that. So we figured it out eventually. <laughs> so there were six episodes. We watched all six. So what did you think of it? I was really into it in the beginning. I think it does us... I mean, it, it does this common thing that you see lately where they give you that hook at the end that gets you to want to see the next episode and so that's kind of uh, you know it got me it yeah. worked i was into it yeah. um the problem with that is it gives you this whole like expectation of a of a twist because that's just kind of the formula lately is mm -hmm. you get these these hooks per episode and then there's a twist at the end of the season and so i was kind of waiting for all that stuff um I really liked it. I think it was good pacing. I liked the fact that they kind of kept you on your toes about who was supposed to be the killer among them. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of, it, you know, there's that whole little mobile game right now, Among Us, right? Yeah. Where somebody's a killer and they try and kill everybody else. It, it felt like that, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a moment, I think it was the first episode, where they're watching The Thing yeah. As a tradition that they do before they start their seasonal whatever their research. Their wintering, yeah. And so that was a nice play in and it kind of tied into the whole idea that like it may not be some alien creature thing that's killing all of them. But one of them is, you know, manipulating this this whole environment and, and secretly going through and, and picking them off. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole premise. And it was really interesting how they played that out but i will say by the last episode i feel like it completely fell apart i think that the they they got through episode five and they go oh now we need to wrap it up mm -hmm. and they just kind of sped up the whole who it was and why it was and it felt kind of predictable in my opinion but yeah, you um, called it from like the second it started almost i feel like you called that I, f I, I got it pretty early on, yeah. but it was still just me guessing. Like, it, yeah. you know, I probably also guessed other things as well. Yeah. And I liked what it was. I think it made sense. But at the same time, the way that they executed it, I feel was rushed and lazy. 
Yeah. And I can't really get into that because it would give it away. I feel like it needed maybe two more episodes, not necessarily at the end, but two additional episodes worth of time to mm-hmm. give proper background to make the last part make more sense. Mm-hmm. Because I agree with you, the last, the quote unquote twist or yeah. the ending didn't feel fully fleshed out. Well, like some of the reveal stuff as to like who it was and why it was, it was just like, well. That's not. That's just. You're just saying that, and we just have to take your word for it, that yeah. that makes sense why that worked out to answer this question that nobody was asking. Yeah. Whereas, like, you kind of have to flesh that out. You have to yeah. give us more of a reason. That doesn't really... We can't just take it at face value. Right. Because that, that takes us out of the illusion. Yes, exactly. It's the not... The way you did There's certain things that were like, that's not believable. Almost all of it was mm-hmm. believable, but there were little things that they could have done better. Yeah. To really make it more appropriately built out yeah yeah as far as the acting i mean i didn't yeah. really know who anybody was but yeah. like i enjoyed the acting yeah um they did really well with some of the characters where like you spend the whole fucking show liking them and then mm-hmm. you're like all of a sudden you're like fuck this person you yeah. know just based off like things you learn about them yeah, or, like, or oh, vice man. versa where yeah. like somebody seemed like they're a piece of shit and mm-hmm. then like you get some kind of like oh well they are a completely different person than you thought they were right um i kind of liked how they bounced a little bit between a previous excavation situation and the one that they're in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also felt a little confusing at times. So you had to really pay attention to whether or not they... Who was in the scene to really, like, tell which timeline they yeah, were Yeah, because there were several people who were in both yes. time periods, but some that were not. And maybe that was the intent, was to kind of, like, make it blurry for the viewers so that mm-hmm. they were, like, more oh shit when stuff actually was revealed. But yeah. I think it's enjoyable enough that I would say that people should check it out. Um, I, I will give it a slice it. I enjoyed it. I feel like the ending could have been better. Yeah. I was disappointed a little bit in the ending. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Does this seem like, to me this seems like a one-off. But does it seem like it could go anywhere? No. I didn't think so. I, just, if, I feel curious. like if it went anywhere it would have to be a completely different show. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. Unless it's like a anthology type thing where it's Fair a different enough. group of people yeah. in a different setting. You know, maybe yeah. not even the Antarctic. Maybe it's, I don't know. The North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where I was going. You know what I meant. The opposite. <laughs> so you know, um, like a jungle or, I don't know, desert. I don't yeah, know, something. Some other extreme. Like remote situation. Terrain where they. Yeah. Like, have to deal with surviving. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to also slice it. I did really enjoy it, but I had some problems with the, not world building, but situation building or relationship building. Mm -hmm. Maybe I felt like could have done, they could have done a little better with that. Part of me slightly wonders if any of it was related to translation, if maybe the original script had more detail or I don't know. It's, you mean as far as like the the very little subtitles they gave? No. Um like in certain scenes, like if maybe maybe if the original script was in Spanish, if they translated it to English. Because it's Spanish made oh, okay. English language, so maybe it was written in English, I'm not sure, but Well I but just, actors were all English speaking. No one struggled with speaking English. No, no, it not was at all. all. Yeah. Very They're, no, I agree. It's I don't know. Fluent I'm just kind of shooting in the dark here. I'm just trying to figure out like why certain things were left out that clearly should have been there. So, um, 
I wish that those would have been there. Otherwise, this kind of reminds me of, like, The Killing. It definitely reminded me of The yeah. Killing. So, I would say, if you liked The Killing, definitely watch Which, this. Which, I think, wasn't that also a UK-based show, and then it was adapted into the US? Oh, was it? I, I think. Know. I don't know. I remember oh, that. Oh, you might be right. Huh, it also reminded me of that Peacock show, which wasn't about murder, but, oh, no, I guess it was. Uh, <laughs> never mind. It was. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. The the one about the cameras that were used to, oh, like, shit. Yeah. manipulate CCTV a murder. CCTV or whatever. See? Yeah, that wasn't the name of the fucking show, but. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know, but it was. Oh, Anyways, it's on Peacock. It. Yeah, yeah. it was, we've reviewed it. Yeah. Yeah, it did kind of seem like that, too. I mean, it was the same concept. It's the just formula like a mystery was show a, with a, a, hook a mystery end. show with a hook every episode and yes. then a twist at the end of the season. Yeah, this is definitely one of those shows where it, you could watch. That, that formula is getting kind of stale now. Yeah. I think they need to let it go yeah. for a little while yeah. and then come back to it or find a, a new way of making it work without making it predictable at this point. Yeah. Because that was my problem. Was like As soon as I knew the formula of, oh, there's a tease. Yeah. You know, to get you the one to see the next episode, yeah. I'm like, okay, so that means there's a twist to this. Yeah. I always... So I focused on what's the twist going to be rather than yeah. just watching. seeing what's going to play out. Yeah. It wasn't an issue for me, but whenever I was watching The Killing, I did get to the point where I would stop. I would watch the, ne- the first 10 minutes of the next episode, and then I would stop in the middle. And mm-hmm. I, would just, I would just rewrite the episodes myself so that I wasn't fucking pissed off having to wait to the next one. <laughs> Just in your head? And no, like, it, basically because I would start it about, I would stop it ten minutes into the episode, and then I would be like, okay, I'm going to watch the rest of it whenever I'm ready. Because I think I was watching The Killing when I was oh, on okay. Night Shift or okay. whatever. So I would just move the timeline of when the episode started and stopped I would do something like that. I would it. do that, too. I would be like, okay, I'll just watch, like, five minutes in, and then... And, okay, now that get, issue's resolved. Get the bullshit answer yeah. to the hook at the end of that yeah, episode. before they can give you any new problems. Okay, let's stop, and I'll come back to it later. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. Yeah. All right. So, that was fun. I, th- I think it's worth watching, but... What did you give it? Work. Um, I sliced it. Okay, so yeah. two slices. Yeah. Um, and finally, we checked out the movie Bliss. I mentioned it, that it was coming out last week, or that it came out. Anyway, uh, this came out February 5th on Amazon Prime Video, and it's a science fiction drama, and a man who follows a man whose life is a mess, and he meets a beautiful woman who tries to convince him that his reality is fake and they're living in a simulation. This has Owen Wilson as Greg Whittle and Salma Hayek as Isabel Clemens. Um, and Nesta Cooper is Emily Whittle, who plays Owen Wilson's character's daughter. So They were basically the only characters in this, right? There was yes. other people. They were so minimal that these were really yeah, the only three. Yeah, it was primarily Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. And then uh, Nesta Cooper had a decent part, but not nearly as much as the rest. Yeah. Um, she was really just there to progress the character yes storyline mm-hmm. um i feel like this description is very misleading for it what is. the movie is it is but it's very it's hard because i was like thinking i was like i should probably because i tried to rewrite the description from what i saw mm. but even that one is even more vague and i'm like trying to make it clear without Well, i get why it's vague because if you watch the movie like it yeah it's a very artsy film yeah uh the the message that they, they're trying to give you the the story they're trying to tell mm-hmm. it it's very impactful. It's very meaningful. Yeah. But it's also obviously meant to be like, I guess, I don't know about a twist, but like really make you question uh, what's real, what's not mm-hmm. uh, throughout the film. Yes. Uh, and like 
make a conclusion of like what truly is the ending of this yeah what is the story that happened yeah it was very slow yep very fucking slow very um i don't remember how long it was but i feel like it was way longer than it should I have been i want to say it was like an hour and four minutes or something it was or two hours and four minutes. <laughs> it was like it was not that two short. hours and four minutes it was long <laughs> you must have did one of your uh top list fast forwards during this movie an hour and 43 minutes that's how it was i was completely off i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about subtract the three yeah it's an hour and four minutes (laughs) whatever yeah it was quite slow um it was interesting and at parts kind of like i mean it was confusing at some in some points I enjoyed it yeah. for what it was. But I will say what I was expecting was like, uh, I guess I'm more of a comedy. Maybe that's my own fault. For some reason, I was in the, under the impression it was more of a, like a, I guess a romantic comedy. Mm. Um, but I also was like expected to be like Matrix or yeah. not so much action or, you know, grand scheme storytelling. But like, I guess I thought it was going to be more like... That kind of realm mm-hmm. of two kind of worlds colliding. Right. Uh, and you make up the decision of what's what in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> but it just felt like it was pretty clear at a certain point what the real world was. Agreed. And then you kind of got like, okay, now I know what this real point of this story is. Yes. I get what this is about. Yeah. Uh, it's still enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it in a sense, is a little disappointing because it's not what I thought I was signing up for. Yeah, you don't... Honestly, I don't think most people would be really be questioning the, what really has happened in the movie by a certain point. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really leave it up for discussion. It pretty much tells you without straight up telling you. Yeah. <laughs> um, which reality is real. Um, the acting was really good. I thought they did great with their roles. Yeah. I just wish that the world building had been a little better about mm-hmm. making it less clear which one was the quote-unquote real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe some background as to how certain things worked also would have been interesting. Or just more of a like introduction into like their relationship. Because yeah. I feel like it was just very like out of the blue. We just met, now we have this whole fucking situation going on between us. But, like, I felt like I needed more context between their first encounter to really under to understand and believe the situation they were in. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was implied that, like, more time had passed through the movie than, like, they're showing you. But, like, I felt like it was very much, we just met and now we have all of this fucking backstory that yeah. we're not telling you, but you just have to take our word that it's there. Yes. I agree. So. Overall, I enjoyed it. I, I would say, I'll say it's a slice it, because only for the fact that I did enjoy it, but don't go into this expecting the literal summary that it gives you for the description. Yeah, be open-minded. I agree. I also am going to slice it. I was expecting more of the... It's, it's s- very much a slow burn. Yeah. I was expecting more of the science fiction in this than yes. it promised. It was more artsy yeah. than yeah. science fiction, for yes. sure. Yes, yes. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of what we watched and the end of our TV and movie section. If you guys are still here, 
Definitely don't forget to check us out on Twitter at DTFPod. Check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Or also go leave us a review on whatever your podcast services so we can know how we're doing. We would appreciate that. You can also email us directly at DTFPod at gmail.com for feedback. So let's get into our gaming news. Yes. Uh, would you believe me if I were to tell you there was only one game being released this week? No. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you that anyways. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's an RPG called Fallen Legion Revenants coming out on PS4 and Switch. Okay. Yeah, that's as far as I could tell, all there is. I even looked at multiple sites for releases. That's all I could find. Is this a uh, Western RPG? No. Anime. Oh. So. Oh, okay. Good to know. Why did you think it was Western? I was just showing off that I remembered that word. Oh. <laughs> that I like term. to remember you as the person who thought a Western RPG was a literal <laughs> RPG based it's not in my Western fault history. That Red Dead is basically a Western RPG. Okay. It's a Western RPG, so uh, we're expecting some cowboys. <laughs> Maybe uh, a train heist or two. Mm-hmm. Plenty of horses. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. A, a duel. Yeah. A shootout. All right. Yes, that is all there is. There was an announcement for Borderlands 3's Director's Cut DLC set for March 18th, apparently. Okay. I assume this is the final of the DLC. Probably. Which reminds me, we need to catch up. <laughs> right. We went on a little binge for a while. We, we did. the story. We... Uh, played some of the DLC, but I think we have like, at least two DLC packs we have not played. Correct. So we'll have to go yeah. back to those. Mm-hmm. And apparently this one. I hope this is included. Or else I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> that we caught up for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck did I waste my time? Yeah. You uh, you want me to pay you again? Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Um, the big story for gaming, in my opinion, uh, CD Projekt Red had its source code stolen what? via a hacker. I see. Uh, from their servers. Um, it had a source code for The Witcher 3. Oh, shit. Had source code for a unreleased version of The Witcher 3. What? And also source code for Cyberpunk 2077. I see. Uh, the hacker is apparently, from what it seems, as a part of a organization that basically threatens to release information from mm-hmm. people after they steal information. Uh, so they leave ransom notes. And that's what they did. They left a note for them, basically, that CD Projekt Red needed to pay them a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Or they were going to release this on the dark web and sell it to... Whoever. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're just, you know, talking about Western RPGs. Yeah. I guess we just live in the wild, wild west now. Yeah. <laughs> it seems that you way. You just could do whatever the fuck you want now. Yeah. So, um, yes, this is a thing that's happened. They uh, addressed this in social media. They, they posted basically this spew about what happened. And they were saying that they are not going to pay anybody anything. And they are obviously going into a criminal and legal pursuit of action mm-hmm. to figure out what who did this and how to punish them huh okay uh there's also been confirmation by c-e-l-a kella i don't know what the 
Is that an abbreviation? I don't know. Or that's the whole word. Anyways, they are an organization that monitors the dark web. Mm-hmm. So they're like internet shield. I, it seems that way. This They confirmed that this is a real thing. It is out there for sale. And they've said that it has reportedly been sold already on the dark web. Uh, there's no knowledge of the buyer or the amount that it was sold for. But the initial price was set at around $7 million, which seems low to me. Yeah. Anyways, of course, the internet's having a field day with this whole story because you're getting all the jokes about, oh, great, they're going to fix all those CD Projekt Red problems with Cyberpunk and yeah. fix them now. Yeah. And then re-release it. It's like, Are oh, they? LOL. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Hilarious, yes. Yeah. This is a huge problem. Yeah. There's This is problematic for everybody yeah. that this is a thing. Definitely. It's uh, interesting to see because I heard, I want to say, was it last year or the year before? There was, it was the year before, there was like a big bout of like ransomware going around through government agencies and um, mm-hmm. we had some at the hospital as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember when we had that like oh, yeah, three yeah, week remember. downtime basically? That mm-hmm. was a joke. That was because of ransomware. Um, and they had also targeted the local sheriff and some other stuff. So it's bummer for them, definitely, and horrible, and people are terrible and shouldn't do this. But I'm glad to see that they're targeting someone besides government agencies. <laughs> well, like, let's be honest, right? It, the reason they were probably targeted is because they are so high up in yeah. the news right now about the game, right. how That's much money true. it's made. How there's so many problems. Um, so they probably took more notice to this company mm-hmm. and thought, oh, this is a trendy thing. Let's go, let's target them next, you know? Yeah. Um, I know there was like rumors at the time that it was first announced that it was some disgruntled uh, gamer who hacked mm-hmm. them and, and did this to stick it to them for, for not fixing Cyberpunk yet. It's yeah. like... That's not a fucking thing. No, it's not. Uh, I think they've established it's like a, a full-on organization who does this as like a career, essentially. So Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, not to say that they don't game, but... Right. <laughs> Guarantee they're not doing this because they want to help the people who no. fucking bought this game. No, and feel all. like they were cheated out of the experience yeah, they thought they were getting. that's definitely not why this is happening. No. Uh, no, this is a big problem because uh, they have the source code, which means... Mm-hmm. Theoretically, they could change shit in the game mm-hmm. that you have a digital copy of, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Um, I, I think they would have to be have access they would have to their to, servers. I mean, to... which they've proven they could do, True. so they'd have to just they, be able to get it again. Yeah, if they have continued access, they could theoretically fuck with the game code mm-hmm. and then upload, put an update in. But at the same time, dude, like not just that side, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so they they have theoretically sold this to somebody, yeah. Now, that person or company or whoever the fuck it is couldn't logically take that code and then go and make another fucking game with it, right? Because, like, it's... Wouldn't it be known that it's stolen code? Yeah, they would... When it comes out and it looks like the same fucking engine and all this stuff, like... Yeah, it's confusing to me. I don't really know how you could possibly make money from this. Because that's where I'm confused on it. Like, outside of the organiz- organization selling it mm-hmm. to somebody else, I don't know how that person who bought it would then use it in any capacity to be successful. They would have to be able to use some other people profits. to modify it in such a way that they could theoretically use it somewhere else. But at that point, what was your 
What was the purpose of stealing it in the first place? Yeah, if you're going to put all the hard work into fixing it, like, it just, I mean, they're obviously not going to do that. They're not going to fix the game for somebody. Yeah, unless... I just mean, there doesn't seem any incentive to stealing it other than just to brag that you have the dark web sold code to your friends. Right, yeah, that's true. Who also do illegal shit. Yes, that's a good point. It seems confusing to me, but I'm obviously not in that world, so maybe there's reasons. We I mean, don't I would, I'd have to imagine that the they would be able to find out who who the people were that either stole it or bought it at some point, right? So yeah, in theory, I'm interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, I hope that they <laughs> continue the story because I yeah, want to know definitely. Otherwise, I guess I have to look for it. Yeah, it could be years from now though, for all we know. Right. Um, but like, what does this say then for like? Um, any future DLC or just the patches that they have to do now? Like, is this going to, does this put a risk at anybody who bought this game to have their information be taken or have access to their information? Um, well, the ransomware note says that they have, they had had access to all of their administration files and their. <laughs> and then they, they trashed them or yeah. threw them away or deleted them, whatever yeah. the fuck they call it. Yeah. So. I mean, all that stuff's backed up somewhere. Yeah. They yeah. don't. They didn't get rid of it. It's just yeah inconvenient for them to fix. Right. I guess I'm just saying, is this a is this a security risk for anybody who who owns the game? Who owns the game? I now, don't think so. Who had put any information in, or let's say you bought it on Xbox Live uh-huh. or the Marketplace or PlayStation Marketplace. Um, so obviously your your email, your password is all connected to that. Is that somehow going to be a risk now because it's tied to the game purchase? Nah, I don't which think so. Then was on their end. I don't think so. Okay. I don't. I don't think it works that way. Your information will be in Microsoft servers or PlayStation servers, and then your license for the game is distributed by Cyberpunk. So they might have your information in some way, but they wouldn't have like your login and your password and all that shit. So I just, I just figured if it was like a A equals B and B equals C, so E equals C kind of thing. Yeah. For as far as getting that information, anyways, uh, it. This is not something for people to be cheering on. This is not a good thing. Yeah. This is a like, huge risk oh, for... Oh, that's a funny joke. No, yeah. it's not. It's not no. funny. Especially imagine this happened to a bigger company that has more important of a, you know, presence in the world. Yeah. Like, um, you know, Microsoft even. Yeah. Or <laughs> or Sony. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty nuts. So, I hope they catch the motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft heard this news and they thought, let's get out of the spotlight. <laughs> So what happened? That's all I'm telling the story. Okay, got it. Uh, so they've said they want to shift away from heavy focus on AAA titles. Okay. So uh, the quote from CFO Frederick Duguet. I assume I yeah, said that right. Sure. I don't know how I couldn't have. We said for a number of years that our normal template is to come with either three or four AAA games. So we'll stick to that plan for fiscal 2022. But we see that we are progressively, continuously moving from a model that used to be only focused on AAA releases to a model where we have a combination of strong releases from AAA and strong back catalog dynamics, but also complementing our program of new releases with free-to-play and other premium experiences. So what I'm getting out of this is instead of putting a lot of money into single-player games like Assassin's Creed or just some other games that aren't necessarily single player, but more story driven. Yeah. We would like to make free to play games where we could put microtransactions in there uh-huh. and make a shit ton more money off people just constantly paying for those instead. Yeah. 
everybody's shifting towards this, so I'm not surprised that they're going to follow suit. But here's the thing. I can't remember the name of the game, which only helps my argument. <laughs> they released that free-to-play Battle Royale game uh-huh. after their Ubisoft Forward whatever um, event, right? They announced it there, mm-hmm. and they, they dropped it like within that month. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like a three-player three co-op Battle Royale game. Yes. Um... I'm like picturing it, but I can't remember. Yeah, the name. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, <laughs> obviously meant a lot to us. Yeah, <laughs> I downloaded it, never yeah. played it because I didn't have anybody to play it with, and I didn't want to play by myself. So mm-hmm. that did terrible. Yeah, nobody like very few people played it. I know they tried to push it really heavy with streamers. It failed, as far as I am aware. Uh, I think they're still trying to to fix it and kind of get it to to continue, but it does not have that branding or. Uh, mind share that you're seeing with Warzone or Fortnite. Hyperscape? Or Hyperscape. Thank yeah. you. That's what it was. That was bothering I was me. like, Is it quantum shit? I, so. <laughs> I had to look it up. It bothered me. <laughs> um, it just, it does not have that popularity that you're seeing with Apex Legends, Fortnite, mm-hmm. Warzone. You know, all these big title Battle Royale games. Yes. Um. Not to say it's not a good game. It's just it's not catching like those ones did. And that's probably because that's the, the ecosystem is there's too many out there that are already so popular that yeah. people don't want to split their time. They just yeah. want to focus on one. Pick one, yeah. So I feel like it's weird that they must have the data to support that it's a good move. I know that they're pretty good with their indie tie-ins, but I mean... They'd have to have a lot of those. Oh, they could do... I mean, I know that the Battle Royale games are the most popular free-to-play games these days. But there are other ways you could... Like, there are other mm. game types that they could make free-to-play. That's true. That's true. For example, people are theorizing that The Sims 5... I know it's not Ubisoft, it's EA, but still. People are theorizing The Sims 5 may be going to the... Maybe not free-to-play, but kind of microtransaction-ish approach I mean, where instead of release i mean they already have microtransactions I in that, be, it's more clustered in yeah July. it's like here's an expansion pack here's yeah. a stuff pack but instead of that they're talking about well probably with the sims 5 it's gonna be like here's here's these items. ikea the video game yes exactly they're gonna be like well if you want this item it's a dollar or whatever you know what i mean uh-huh. so which is like a you bummer. want this I hope color that, it's another 50 cents i know i hope that doesn't happen because i won't be playing but <laughs> But at um, the same time, like with that kind of concept, like realistically, when you buy that kind of expansion, are mm-hmm. you truly going and using all of those items, or do you just pick like the few things that you actually like using those, and then you like forget about the rest? Yeah, that's fair. I don't. So I maybe wouldn't... an a la carte might be better for certain users, right? But Depending then on obviously, much... other people who are very hardcore and use a lot of it are going to yes. be the ones that see that they're going to be spending more money. That's true. Like, I could spend the same amount of money and just get the items that I care to use mm-hmm. rather than... It's like the, the whale concept of microtransactions. Yes. Get the, the the 1% of gamers who spend a shit ton of money. Yeah. So, anyway, I, well, my point, my point only was that they could have other types of games in a free-to-play model that would work, potentially. Other than Battle Royale. Hopefully they're not putting their all, all their eggs in that basket because it didn't go well the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I would just talk in the sense of a free-to-play game because I don't, I can't think of any other free-to-play game that they have. Um, they probably do, but mm-hmm. um, I just know that was like the most recent one as far as I'm aware. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed is the one that comes to mind as far as AAA titles, right? Yeah. So does this mean they're going to just make one every two years instead of every one year? Which they did with Odyssey to this one, right? Or was it the other way around? No, Odyssey... It was Origin to Odyssey. Origin to Odyssey. Was that two years? I think so. Or was it the one to Origin was two years between? I don't remember. I think Origin might have been the reboot of how the game plays. Mm-hmm. Which really drew a a line of whether people liked the game or not because yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, I know that kind of game t- type is what drew me in versus yes. what they used to have. Right. But it also deterred others. Mm-hmm. Other people that used to like the earlier mm-hmm. games, a lot of them didn't like the more the newer ones. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sony is facing a PS5 DualSense controller class action lawsuit over drift. So is this is a problem for everybody then, not just Nintendo, <laughs> right? Can they all get uh, together and figure out how to fucking fix it? Jesus. Yeah. Right. I guess <laughs> as the technology advances, the uh, more. Kinks there are that fix, huh? I guess, yeah. A U.S. law firm has filed a class action lawsuit against Sony, alleging that the PS5 DualSense controller is defective and Sony was aware of the problem without disclosing it. A defect that results in characters or gameplay moving on the screen without user command or manual operation of the joystick is what they are defining as this defect. The suit calls Sony's conduct fraudulent, deceptive, unlawful, and unfair. So how can they prove that they knew about it? Uh, that's I don't know. That seems I have no idea. I guess if it's like the argument of well, there's so many controllers out there with this problem mm-hmm. that there is no logical way that they were oblivious to it being a concern mm-hmm. while testing for years before. That's true. That's yeah. the only thing I could come okay. up with is as far as not having somebody who's like, yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would like to call Bob to the stand. <laughs> Bob, did Sony have knowledge of this issue before release? <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes, they did. Are they going to call Gail next? She heard them talking about yeah. it at the water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> we call Gail to the stand. Gail, did they have prior knowledge? Uh, yes. I heard from Bob at the water cooler <laughs> that they knew. Yeah. Well, that's a huge bummer, but hopefully they'll fucking fix it if they're getting sued. Yeah, I have yet to see the drift in my controller. Um, however, I must not be playing it as much as I'm supposed to be. Okay, you're supposed to be. Legally speaking, yeah, apparently. there must be a higher requirement. Uh, but see, the, you know, you reference Nintendo. We had the same situation with Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, we bought the launch switch and a lot of people within like a month or two i feel like we're saying there's a problem with the left joy cons drifting Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't have that problem and i was like i don't understand i don't i don't see this problem and i have to switch from launch and Mm -hmm. um not to say it's not a problem but like i you didn't notice it i didn't notice it being a huge thing like everybody was acting like it was yeah um it wasn't until I want to say like a few months ago mm-hmm. that my Joy-Con started having a real problem. And I, at this point, cannot use it now because uh-huh. it just does not work. Yeah. 
I think they are fixing that shit for free. I yeah. just haven't done that yet. Yeah. Because I've heard, like, it takes, like, months to get it back. Yeah. You know what's interesting is um, I've heard about this. I've seen this. I've had this personally happen to me on two different Xbox controllers. But I have yet mm. to hear of them getting sued about it. There was something about them having uh, complaints about Drift on... Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was one or... The new console, but mm-hmm. there's been rumblings of that. Obviously, mine was with every one console event. You're gonna get it on a controller at some yeah. point. It's yeah. just a, it's the question of how quickly and how severe is it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just. Remember, we had that one where like we would use it only in the bedroom for Netflix or whatever, and then like it would just <laughs> constantly scroll. We're like, yeah. what the fuck? I, can't I mean, that's the thing too, where you know, somebody in the house has <laughs> dropped a controller. Somebody, huh? <laughs> You know, off the couch (laughs) and, you know, it fucks up the joystick Mm -hmm. and it does cause permanent damage to that, you know, and that's, that's why we use that one in that room now because we don't, we don't game in there. It's just for like watching something. Yeah. As long as you turn it off when you're watching a show, it's okay. (laughs) So I have yet to experience this on the PS5 controller, but I hope it rules in their favor in case it happens to me. Yeah. So that I can get that shit fixed for free. Right. Because I had the PS2, and it's not a controller, but I had the PS2, the launch PS2, and they had the issue where the console would stop reading the original blue disc mm-hmm. that the games were on. Yeah. Uh, and so it wasn't deemed a problem as far as Sony was aware, so you had to pay to get it fixed. Oh, and wow. I wasn't going to pay hundreds of fucking dollars to fix something that was a clear defect. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it ever ended up being a thing later on if they fixed it, but at the time I wasn't going to do that, so I was like, okay. So I YouTubed it, yeah, <laughs> fixed it uh, by opening it, uh-huh. but that obviously would void. Console had been opened and the right. sticker had been torn or whatever. Yeah, but it was only a temporary fix. It, it ended up doing the same problem later on, and so I just never got to play those games after a certain point. That sucks. But they they eventually shifted from that disc to a different one, anyways. I think that was their fix because they mm. knew, but they weren't going to admit it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, Nintendo now has a free one-on-one consultation that helps you find the next game, among other helpful tips to be a Nintendo gamer. So they're reopening that fucking hotline. That it they used sounds to have, like basically? that. Only it's going to be online. Okay. Uh, so basically, they have this thing called Nintendo Concierge Program. You pick a topic that you need help with. They have a variety of things. One of them is what game should I play next? That's really a thing that people are asking? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you make an appointment online, you confirm it by getting an email, and then going through <laughs> your typical shit. Okay. Uh, and then once you have your appointment, it connects you to a rep via a video call, and they can help assist you with whatever the fuck your deal is. Are they hiring for that job? I write. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, so I played Mario. <laughs> um, what should I play next? Um, Mario 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, it's my lunchtime. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sh- sure. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it Why sounds not? like that's what they're trying to do, right? Yeah. I don't know how this incentivizes any profit for them. There has to be, the quote-unquote, among other things, have to be more useful than helping you choose another game. Like, to them. Unless yeah, they're like one was like like was like Switch 101 or something. So I'm assuming it's like, oh, how to guide through your 
switch device, you know, yeah. how to how to navigate stuff and Do you think that they're always going to recommend a game that's um directly Nintendo, from Nintendo first party? Yeah. <laughs> Never on sale, yeah. 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 It's Probably. Like, it's like on the Amazon app when you search we're searching for movies, it always comes up with the shit you have to pay for first. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's only gonna ever be Nintendo first yeah. party games yeah. ever. You go through all of the first party games, they're like, What else can I play? Like, oh, that's all else. there is. All I don't have. Uh... so <laughs> we can sell you this other one again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, probably never gonna use that, but I guess that's good for anybody who needs it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll look into getting hired there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> have you tried turning well. it on and off again? <laughs> or off yeah. and on again? Yeah, have you tried turning it off and on again? Are you very sure it's plugged in? All right. Uh, a little bit off of a, a story from last week. Uh, there was news of a untitled Halo project that was revealed through a job posting. Uh, 343 Industries has commented on this speculation that there was a Halo Wars 3 game in the works. There is no plan for the development team to re-engage with Halo Wars 2, and we aren't working on a new game in the series at this time. Okay. That was a rumor, and I think the other rumor was there was a spinoff for Halo Reach as Mm -hmm. well, getting another game. I think this is going to be a BR Battle Royale game. Yeah, I think you're right. Ubisoft is going to head. (laughs) Yeah. No, not Ubisoft. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it just makes sense, right? Yeah. Halo was like the perfect game to do a battle royale. Yeah, of course. It's literally what the game is, only yeah. in teams. Wouldn't that be really cool for your friends to be able to play, you guys to be able to play Halo again? I feel like, because you, yeah, you guys I mean, like... it was a huge... I mean, that's... Uh, isn't that how you met some of them? Some of my friends is literally how I met them. Yeah. Like, we lived in the same town. Yeah, It yeah. wasn't like... You didn't meet them online. Random strangers, but yeah. Like... But like... <laughs> I had a friend who was friends with other people, and then we started playing Halo with each other, and then I made friends with them, and Mm -hmm. and then we kicked them to the curb. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Get rid of the middleman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, now we're doing the same shit about Warzone these days. Yeah. Got six wins last night. Six? Six, yeah. Okay. Not seven? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, now you made me look like a loser. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, last story. Um... Maybe some people care about. We talked about last week uh, how the uh, Google Stadia is going to be discontinuing their like hardware production or whatever. Um, now they're saying all new Chromebooks are going to come with Google Stadia pre-installed, which is cool on the surface. <laughs> like when you hear that, you're like, "Oh, cool, that's great." Really, it's not that exciting because all it means for a Chromebook that really just means that it's a hyperlink or a web shortcut to the main Stadia website is pre-installed on first launch. So, like, on a Chromebook, almost everything is just a direct link to the internet. There's not really... Most things aren't locally actually installed. And all Chromebooks already came with a three-month trial of Stadia Pro. So, this is just basically saying, we're going to just put a little hyperlink on there so it's, it's easier marketing. for you to access. To, it's not yeah. like it's just advertising yeah. they're for trying, something that they want you to think you're getting extra. They're uh, hoping that new people who buy Chromebooks are like, what's this thing do? And then they end up joining Google Stadia, I yeah. guess. Which It's maybe like adding gluten-free to something that doesn't have yeah. gluten to begin with. gluten-free, green beans. Yeah. Yeah, I want those ones. No. <laughs> it just... I, because when I read this story, I was like, I don't understand what the news is. Yeah. Because 
like you said, it, there's two versions. There's the free one where you just use it. Yeah. But you have to buy the games, and that's that. And then there's the version that's $10 a month, but you get like, oh, they'll give you these fucking games occasionally. Yeah. So you don't need that. And I just didn't understand what the point of this was. It's just It's got to be marketing, right? It's them trying to be like, but look, we gave you something. It's PR fixing the the bad news that they are dropping their first party yeah. uh, commitment is what yes. it is. Yes. But it's Trying not- to sell another Google laptop yeah, or two. exactly. In the process. Yep. Okay. That seems to be it. I tried to look because I was like, there's got to be some other perk and I couldn't find one. Yeah. That's really all there is as far as I can tell, so... Yeah, and then I was, like, reading about this, I was like, how do I use the free one? Like, do I just, do I, I just type just... in the Google bar, Cyberpunk 2077, enter? Like, <laughs> what? I think there's a Stadia website okay. that you would go to, but yeah, pretty much. Because they make it sound like it's that simple. Yes. You just type in the game that you want to play, and like it's like, it, it lets you play it. I think that's how it works. Um, you just have to be at the right website. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of want to try this. Yeah. Uh, at least when we get to the new internet setup that we're going to have. Oh, yeah. Which is way better. For sure. On paper, at least. Yeah, everybody get excited for us. We're going to have gigabit connection speeds for our internet. Yeah, so we'll be talking way faster. Yeah. It's going to be like... Yeah. Like, fast forwarded. <laughs> Without shirts on. Yes. <laughs> now you're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. I'm on the page. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's it. All right, that's it for our gaming news section. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you're still here, don't forget to stick around. We are going to continue into our WandaVision Episode 6 review right after this. But don't forget to head on over to Twitter and follow us at DTFPod. Go to Facebook, Dissecting This Section Podcast, or send us an email, DTFPod at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast service. All right, it is time for WandaVision. Episode 6. Episode 6. Yeah, so uh, spoiler warning. If you have not yet watched the episode, this is your last chance to not continue listening currently. Go watch the episode and then pick right back up. Yeah, unless you're into hearing spoiler episodes about shit you haven't watched and then getting off to go watch it after. Yeah. You sick fuck. I guess. Then stick around too. Yeah. But <laughs> You sick fuck. <laughs> You could do that if you were a sick fuck. <laughs> so yes, we are episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're in the early two thousands. It seems at this point with the timeline. It seems like it. Like it, it theoretically based on our estimations previously, we thought we would be in the nineties at this point. But based on but based on the intro, looking a whole lot like Malcolm in the Middle. And the attire and all that stuff that happens, it definitely seems like late 90s, early 2000s is what we're looking at. Okay. Makes Um, sense. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. First thing we noticed, the intro. Definitely, like, very, I don't know, I don't know how to describe the music. Noisy. Noisy sounding music intro. (laughs) Malcolm in the Middle. Very Malcolm in the Middle. It was very, like... Edgy rock yeah. intro to yeah. our sitcom, and right? some like messy writing. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like they had the not so perfect scenes that they introduced the people on. I mean, the hell, they even had the Gogurt commercial. Yeah, not Gogurt, but yeah, Yo Magic, whatever. Yeah, Go Magic, <laughs> Go Magic. Yeah, whatever or Yo Magic. Yo Magic. Yeah, very on par with the nineties brand. Very right? true. Yeah, uh, we start out in Westview, and it's Halloween. Um, first person we see is Billy. 
which uh, he we first thought that maybe he was dre- he kind of looked a little Doctor Strange ish, but after further research, it turns out he's dressed matching uh, his comic character Wiccan. So. Yeah. I just assumed he was Doctor Strange. Yeah, he looks... I am not familiar with them being yeah, superheroes I had to look it up. their own. I did some research and that's what it turned out, but I agree he did kind of look like that. And then mm. Tommy thinks he's too fucking cool for Halloween for some reason, even though he's the lamer twin. Um, <laughs> until... Shots fired. <laughs> until uh, his uncle Pietro suddenly decides that Halloween's worth his time and then he's like all into it. Um, Wanda comes down the stairs in her costume that's straight out of the fucking comics, and she calls it a Sokovian fortune teller, which is... I loved that. They, yeah. They took her costume and they gave it some kind of a cultural background. Yeah. As to, yeah. like, why it exists in this world. Yeah. it wasn't a thing in this yeah. version of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it was interesting to see how they tied her... They, they grounded her costume as well as Vision's costume... Um, Vision's costume is... Ex- what was it that they decided his was? I didn't like... He was a Mexican wrestler. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he was, like, talking about how if he was humoring her weird fantasy or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then he says, That's like... That's right. And then he says, like, chili con carne or yeah. something stupid. <laughs> like, those are the only chili Spanish... Chili con words. carne. <laughs> um, one thing that's interesting, though, I noticed... I didn't notice the first time, but the second time I watched it, I... I figured it out what he said she's like thanks for humoring me and for in this ridiculous getup and he says well there are no other clothes in my closet so he was a little sarcastic right yes. it, it felt like he, yeah you could sense that there's still that underlying tension from yes, episode there's a rift five still. yeah when they got into it right before yeah but then he kind of like smiles and like lightens it a little bit mm-hmm. by doing the whole chili very carne passive thing. aggressive yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Um, and then Vision goes, he's all dressed up, so you assume he's being a part of the fucking family festivities. Turns out he's gonna go, quote-unquote, be an undercover on the neighborhood watch instead of attending his son's first Halloween, which Wanda brings up, and she's clearly pissed. Mm -hmm. So, and then Pietro's like, well, I can be the father figure, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and then they do stuff. Which I think says a lot about his character. Yeah, it does. About things that I have suspicions about. Theories you have, Yeah. But, so, I think it's interesting and very telling as to how disturbed Vision is with the situation, mm-hmm. that he would be more concerned about the goings-on of the town well, than that's his where son's... I was, I was kind of confused with that. So, was he actually going to investigate, or was he sincerely just trying to be a neighborhood watch for Halloween, and then he started to unravel a, a bigger situation of what's happening overall? I think he was investigating, because... The other guy, the neighborhood watch guy that Wanda meets later. Mm-hmm. Which we've never seen before, right? He was like a brand new person. I don't think, yeah, I, I think he might have been in the library when all the men were in the library. Okay. But that is the only time I remember him from. Okay. But I feel like if he if he had been on duty officially, then it would make more sense. But since he was off, not technically on duty with neighborhood watch, I think it was his own personal investigation that he was after. He was trying to get to the yeah. root of the situation. Well, I mean, I didn't think he was actually on a neighborhood watch group situation. I just thought no. he was just internally, his instincts were to do that. Yes. I no, Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I think he was investigating the situation. Because if you'll recall, they do make a point of saying, oh, where are we hiding all these kids or whatever later. But previously, mm-hmm. he's like, where are there no other children in this town? Yeah, that was a nice play on that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also kind of 
No, see, that's the thing. So if she is indeed the one in control of things, then to an extent that means that she like was sympathetic to the idea of not having kids basically under brain control right in this town right true true. but then now she's like well i have kids they need to have kids to play with like maybe that's her mindset maybe and make she's maybe getting a little bit more loose with what she's okay or not okay with doing right so at this point tommy after pietro gets involved with halloween and like it puts on his he's uh wanda's like you don't even have a costume so then suddenly he show, he's like dashes away and gets costume for himself and Tommy and they're both wearing the same fucking costume for Quicksilver from the comics. Mm-hmm. A little weird that uh Tommy's is the same but also makes sense if you know from the comics that his character eventually gets. So I don't know, just an interesting thing to know. Yeah. And again, I was like, oh, he's just like his idol. Yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah. So he's got which I thought was interesting, too, because they kind of don't reveal that. They don't really reveal that Billy has powers. They just reveal that uh, Tommy does in the beginning. In the like, he's very apparently, he's got powers. Yes. Right? Yeah. He starts zooming around and stuff. Yeah. And he figures it out, and then it's like, oh, shit. It's pretty pretty early on, I okay. agree. You know, he got their angster pranks of stealing candy, smashing pumpkins and stuff. Um, Pietro is very much a bad influence, right? 100%. So, which then reflects on... Him being a baddie, for mm-hmm. one. To put it lightly. Yeah. You know, my, my expectation of him. Uh, but also, he seems like he's trying to be like a father figure. Kind of like he referenced, he needs a, a whatever, they, they need a father figure. You yeah. know, like, I'll fill in the spot. I'll fill in, like, yeah. Okay, so, I still kind of have this uh, expectation that, like, you know, we, we have this idea that Mephisto is going to be a role. I'm yeah. wondering if, I know the debate is whether this is a, the real... Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men movies, or mm-hmm. if this is the MCU version, dead body being controlled and given a face. Yeah. I think this might just be Mephisto. Yeah. In a role mm-hmm. playing her brother because, like, like, it felt like she was not expecting him. Yeah. So either she's subconsciously bringing these, like, characters in to comfort her in these moments, mm-hmm. or somebody else is doing it to help isolate her from thinking too much about what's happening in the in this world that she right. supposedly built. That's true. Kind of hiding the mm-hmm. the big scheme of it all. Yeah. So speaking of the big scheme, actually, now that you bring that up. Uh, so the next scene, we go to the sword base right outside the hex, which is what they're calling it. And this is where we see acting director Hayward kind of start to call out uh, Monica Rambeau, Darcy, Darcy, and <laughs> Jimmy Woo. Uh, basically saying you guys are constantly showing support for super-powered individuals, mm-hmm. blah blah basically saying that they're on Wanda's side and they shouldn't be, um, yeah. and implies that they're the problem and kicks them off his base. Um, yeah, I love, it- my favorite line was Monica Rambeau saying, don't use the last five years as an excuse to be a coward. So fucking cool. I mean, it, I like calling people cowards. I know you do. And it was such a good, it's such a good point. Like, he literally was being a coward. And then he acted like they were the ones being, being mm-hmm. scared. It made no sense. And he used her mom's death to he really did. try and dig at her, right? Yes. What a dick. So, he, right off the bat, he, he was already, like, clearly in a direction of being a baddie, right? right. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, In the last episode. But, like, yeah. now it's, it seems like it's really 
multiplied in, mm-hmm. in his actions and it you know they kind of reference right off the bat they're like he was just looking for a reason to get rid of us yes. and like they're kind of being the narrative for the viewer and it, it does seem that's very clear he's just yeah. trying to get rid of them because he obviously has some secret agenda that yeah. he really wants to make sure that he doesn't have any complications with yes exactly he and probably thought he was going to be able to Take care of it because they were in the dark, but mm-hmm. now that they're starting to question shit. Now they're aware that he's doing shady shit. I literally have in the notes, Hayward kicks them off the base because he's a little bitch. <laughs> Not a coward. <laughs> no, a bitch. <laughs> okay, so then we go back to Westview and the trick-or-treating has begun. Suddenly there's like a million kids around, as we discussed, and then kids like want to go run around and do something like Whatever, trick-or-treating, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> um, Pietro says, unleash hell demon spawn. Mm-hmm. Which is very, very appropriate. Yes. If we... And it falls into what they've constantly been referencing with the devil. Yes. So if Mephisto. the kids are really made of pieces of Mephisto's soul, then they literally are demon spawn. So yeah. that would Raising be Raising very... hell. Yes. It would be very appropriate. Uh, another thing, too, I think would be really interesting. What if... Evan Peters is not supposed to be the Quicksilver of the Fox X-Men universe, Mm -hmm. but he is literally the actor of Mephisto. Like, that's what Mephisto looks like. Yeah. But because we see him as Quicksilver, that's how we view him. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas Wanda doesn't even know what what he would look like, and, and he could manipulate her believing that that was, like, what... Her brother looked like. It is worth noting also that um, the hairdo situation mm-hmm. on Evan Peters' character, yes, that is reminiscent of his comic look, but it also kind of looks like horns. Mm-hmm. So, it's also very similar to Mephisto's, Mephisto's character. Yeah. character, yeah. yeah the, so that's going to be the big question is like whether Pietro is just... A dead body being brought back by Wanda, whether it's from another person, whether it's mm-hmm. a complete multiverse version of him mm-hmm. that was just sucked over into this MCU world. Yeah. Whether he's just a random person being controlled mm-hmm. and playing a part, you know? Like, yeah. it, there's so many variables that they could, or routes they could go with this yes. character Definitely. that we just don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wanda's quizzing him. She's asking him about stuff like, "Do you remember this thing?" Blah mm-hmm. blah. And like, she's trying to make it seem like she's reminiscing. Yeah. But clearly, she's quizzing him, and he calls her out on it. He's like, "You're quizzing me. I, you want to know why I look so different? I get it." Mm-hmm. Which adds another level to her, right? Because it's like, so she's clearly aware that something's not right. Yeah. But at the same time, she seems to be okay with it. She can't figure out what's different. She just she just knows it doesn't seem right. Because I think she has a little bit of that memory blockage, mm-hmm. whether it's self-imposed or not. I don't know. Yeah. So then um, he walks away because he goes to take the kids on, like, zooming around and fuck around with stuff. And uh, Wanda walks up to Herb, who's the guy from that we talked about earlier. He's dressed as Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And um, he reveals, essentially that's when she finds out that Vision actually isn't on duty with the Neighborhood Watch. And yeah. she's like, huh. And then he says something really weird. He's like, is there something I can do for you, Wanda? Do you want something changed? Yeah. So. Which changes the whole dynamic of this, like, town, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's gone from people are being controlled by her to people are openly all 
a part of the roles they're playing mm-hmm. and just accommodating her f- happiness. Yes. In a sense, that feels like. Mm-hmm. That's how I took that, at least. Yeah. It does. Unless it's just, he's just trying to be a friendly, helpful person. Yeah, but something you but want changed. How can, that's something I can change is a very yeah. specific word. It's very specific. Um, and Marvel has been kind of known to, like, be very particular about the things they say. Like, the, nothing is just a coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, everything they say is very calculated. Yeah. In these shows and movies and stuff. Like, it's yeah. all planted. Right. So then we cut to Vision, walking around, doing his thing, investigating. And he comes upon a woman who clears appears to be glitching. She's, like, putting up some kind of Halloween decoration and moving her arm back and forth. And, like, obviously she's stuck. Mm-hmm. And he sees, like, a tear rolled down her yeah, cheek. One tear. Yeah. yeah. So that was weird. I was confused by this whole scene because, uh, one, why didn't he help them? Yes. After That's my same seeing question. all of them. Yeah. Two, does this mean... That Wanda has trouble controlling the functionality of everybody at once? Or is it like... Because they were like closer to the borders, right? Yes. So is there something about the borders? Is it the force field that they're in that's scrambling her power to them? Is it the just the distance from her? It's like harder for her to control them? I think that the further away from the center or the closer to the barrier they are, the less magical control she has over them... But I think they're in a their standard default state is not like just normal autonomy. Mm-hmm. It's just like frozen for some because you see that whenever she well, later whenever she goes to try to expand the barrier, mm-hmm. she does this thing where she sucks in. So do you think only people around her are the ones who are currently active all the time? Like otherwise, everybody else is just frozen in time. Possibly. Do they like so? Are people shitting themselves? Like, is she able to stop them from like? <laughs> Dying maybe like, of just, starvation. Maybe they're just frozen. Like, not, like, from cold. But you know what I mean? Like, maybe they're just stationary mm-hmm. in some kind of stasis. Also, the fact that she dropped a tear. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, she was clearly, like, you know, yeah. in pain. I'm stuck here. I yeah. can't stop doing this. Yeah. Um, obviously can't it's talk. Like a biological response. She's inside. Yes. Unable to stop this. Yes. But that, to me, contradicts what the guy... Who says, there's something I can change for you, Wanda. Well, maybe there's that, people that are planted here that are, are self-aware. Because they're responsible for keeping her happy somehow. Mm. I don't know. I, I agree with you, though. It's confusing. Um, so then we get a little bit more of Wanda and Pietro talking. She said, what happened to your accent? And he says, what happened to yours? Which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, gives him a look. Like, yeah, bitch, what happened to yours, too? <laughs> not a fair question. I remember her like in an interview like referencing how like the that whole premise will like play into the show. Mm-hmm. I I mean I hope there's more to an explanation than just that. Yeah. Because that's just like a fourth wall type joke yeah. of well we just changed it. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I know I'm getting to that age. <laughs> I have to start using that phrase now. Okay. Um, and so Pietro at least as far as we can tell doesn't seem to understand his uh, why he looks different either. He says, all I know is one second I'm getting shot up in the street like a chump. Next thing I know you were calling me and I knew you needed me and now I'm here mm-hmm. or whatever. So getting shot up in the street was a reference to Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, assume, yes. Right? And they, yes, exactly. Um, and there's a moment too where she sees him as that person. Yes. The, the, the she, shots through his chest. Yeah, she looks dead. at him and she he's sees He's still the same looks, actor, but he's 
you know, dead like and... they did with Vision, where he was yes. dead for half a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And he's like, uh-huh. Like, he clearly knows she's yeah. not okay. The whole time, too, though, he's kind of, you know, as much as she's testing him mm-hmm. for information to, like, see if he really is the same person, He's he feels like he's trying to get information out yes, of her. Yes, he does. Not necessarily um, just to test who she is, but, like, like he's trying to learn what she's capable of, maybe. Because he's like, how did you do all this? Yeah. It feels like he wants to, like, play the comfortable brother role, but mm-hmm. also he's there for intel. Yes, I agree. I felt that as well. Um, she does mention whenever the kids want to go fuck around by themselves, she's like, remember, don't go past Ellis Avenue. So, of course, we knew Ellis Avenue was going to have something Mm -hmm. to do with something later, which it does. And so she has to know that that means that her powers get weaker at the end, the edge of the barrier as well. Which was where the barrier was, right? Yes, yeah. Shortly after Ellis Avenue, right? Yeah. Um, so back at the sword base, uh, I know it's kind of an awkward transition here, but... Um, we found uh, Rambo, Darcy, and Jimmy Woo actually, or mainly Rambo and Jimmy Woo, they actually yeah. revolted Darcy against... Darcy was just Darcy watching. was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. They revolted Nobody against Nobody told their, me the plan. Yeah. Or whatever they, it was. They overcome their captors of the people that are supposed to escort them off the base. Very and then easily. Very easily. <laughs> like, also, it was like, did was there a plan? Did they make a plan? Or did they just suddenly start going? And that, yeah. that's what happened. It felt like Jimmy just reacted and then yeah. Rambo was just, just like all right we're doing this on page with okay <laughs> yeah that's my here we help. are yeah um so yeah they overtake them and then they end up going back into the base after like they're wearing sword gear and all this shit mm-hmm. and then they find um that uh Hayward actually seems like he's after Darcy hacks into this whatever mm-hmm. mainframe thing. Yeah, after she was done with Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. she was... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, they found that Hayward has actually found a way to look through the barrier and that he's tracking the decay signature of Vibranium, a.k.a. Vision. Which, um, is, a, which is a clever scientific explanation as yeah. to how he's tracking Vision, right? Yes. Yeah, so you know that they can see that Vision is nearing the barrier on his little exploration trip. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. And then they ask, why are they tracking vision? And it also says asset search, searching for asset or something about asset. Well, he was stolen from he them. He was stolen from them. So, so they're, they they're considering him, him as something. an asset and they're trying to get him back to I mean, presumably continue weaponizing him. Seems that way. Yeah. That's obviously conjecture, but that's yeah. my theory. <laughs> um, so he was obviously keeping a lot from them. Yes. He had all this intel. And he wasn't giving that to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like his initial plan when they first, you know, put the drone in and, and attacked Wanda, it was, that was his first goal to try to get Vision back. It wasn't yes. to stop what was happening to these people. Yeah. It was to just get Vision back. Yeah, he didn't care about That's the what people. that tells me. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck about the people. He's using that as his, his ammunition, but he didn't mm. care about the people. He just wanted his weapon. Yeah. In theory. All right. So then we go back to Vision. He's getting closer to the barrier. As the closer he gets, he sees more and more people who appear to be frozen. He tries to interact with them with no success. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a certain point, he finally, like, he changes back to his normal appearance and yeah. floats up. He's not and, here to wrestle anybody. Yeah. He's like, I'm obviously not a fucking wrestler right now. So he's he floats up and is, like, looking around, like, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And then he sees um, a car stopped at the intersection. He floats down and sees that it's Agnes. 
Um, Which is the first we see her this whole episode, right? Yes. Which is surprising because I kind of like, we thought from the trailers maybe that she was going to be a bigger part because you see Mm -hmm. her in the trailer more. And she's clearly like spaced out. And, like, stuck at the intersection. It feels like she's frozen just like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But she also is talking. Yeah. Which puts her different from everybody else, yes. right? Yeah, she has... She's kind of in, like, a trance-like state, but she seems, like, hypnotized almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so she clearly has some kind of more... Some kind of resistance to the powers, but she's not entirely yes. immune. And so then Vision, like, zaps her like he did to uh, the other guy. And she's like, oh, you're Vision. You're one of the Avengers. Are you here to help us? Like, she gets so excited. She, mm-hmm. like, recognizes him. And he's like, well, I do want to help you, but what's an Avenger? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't know. It's, re- it's remi- we rem- we're reminded that he said he doesn't remember his life before Westview. Which can be an answer of he's not alive. Yes. He's not the, vi- or he's not the Vision, He's I not the say. real Vision that we know. He's a different version. Yeah. Or he just doesn't have his memory for whatever yes. reason and could just get it later on. Yeah. Because he feels like he's the same guy. He does. At least in this episode when yeah. he's more independent. This scene, I think, was the most telling of the whole episode mm-hmm. because, well, and the most confusing. Yeah. Because <laughs> Agnes, all this time, I'm thinking she is a motherfucking, she's, she's working for somebody. She yeah. knows a lot. She's a part of this. Mm-hmm. This scene contradicts the whole idea that she is behind something mm-hmm. and more that she is just a victim who is... Of circumstance to the situation. Yeah, I agree. It's very confusing. She didn't see... Because, one, she's like, are you here to help us? Are you here to save everybody? Yeah. Uh, Meaning she's not there on her own will. She feels as she's Uh, a victim as well. And the fact that he did the whole give your mind back whatever thing he does. Mm Mm-hmm. She, the fact that he can do that to her then means that she is trapped inside of this other persona that she's giving in the show. Yes. Which is very confusing to me as how she was like doing kind of things that she was doing in the earlier episodes. I think I just realized what it is. Why some of the characters can or can say things that are kind of fourth wall breaking or whatever. Spill the beans. Yeah. Uh, It's because it seems like whenever this happens, Wanda is more focused on another issue. And so she's... Fuck, yeah. you're right, because she was focused on Rambo yeah. when they were more openly, like, Discussing don't talk whatever. about it. Yes. And, and she did reference in this scene, uh, we can't even think about things yes. without her knowing. Yes. And whenever... There's no escape or whatever. Whenever Agnes was like, do you want me to take that again or whatever, she was super focused on the babies because they wouldn't fucking stop crying. Oh, shit, you're on to something. So I think it's whenever she's focused on another issue, her control over people lapses mm. a little bit. Which we're going to see later on with yeah. how she controls things. Yeah. Um, with the power. I think it's going to get harder for her whenever she expanded the barrier because there's more people and mm-hmm. more space. Well, we see when she does go to expand the barrier. I know yeah. we're jumping ahead with this, what's happened. Yeah. But when she does that, if you notice, she freezes everybody. Yes. Which tells me... She needs to put them on reserve so that, so that she, she can, can expand her and amplify her power elsewhere yes. to get the range That's she what makes me think that people's default state, state around her is in this stasis or whatever. Which kind of answers her question of, like, do you really think that I'm controlling, you know, the mailman and the doctor's yeah. appointments yeah. and, like, everything happening? Well, it, in that sense, then, it seems like you could be, yeah. theoretically. You're yeah. just, like, let's say there's a hub around you. So wherever you walk... Those people are always interactive. She's just fucking playing live action The Sims. (laughs) (laughs) 
soon she's going to start charging microtransactions, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. She's going to have somebody doing 100 Baby Challenge. You never know. <laughs> I mean, she's already got two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so, yeah, I can't... So that makes more sense now that we talked about That's actually that. a really good call. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like you said, uh, Agnes says, no one leaves. Wanda won't even let us think about it. Mm-hmm. So... So, where do you think she was going? Because she was at that Ellie or Ellis... Ellis Avenue. Avenue. Was she trying to escape? That's what I'm wondering. Do you think wondering. she was using Halloween and the focus that she had on Halloween and, and downtown yeah. square as a chance as to escape? escape? That's what I'm wondering. If she thought she might be able to get away, if she could get but, far enough away from her control because she was focused on something else. So do you think the car was frozen or do you think she was just frozen? I think she was frozen. Because she was at because the stop sign. As soon as she starts talking to the vision uh-huh. as who she is, yes, she gets a little crazy and so yeah. starts laughing Cackling or whatever. And, shit. and yeah. uh, so he puts her back in her state or whatever, yeah. right? And then she U turns yeah. and she leaves. Yeah, she goes back in town. Mm-hmm. So I think it's because he rebooted her. Okay, <laughs> maybe rebooting them gives them a re. They renew the connection with Wanda's magic or whatever potentially. Yeah. And I want to give credit to uh, Catherine Hahn. She, I think, did a great job with this scene because she gave off multiple different, like, emotions oh, yeah. within, like, one scene so many. of just a few different comments, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. She really played the the part really well to, to believe that she's in this uncontrolled environment. Yeah. All right. So, uh, then we cut to the sword base again, and uh, Rambo talks about how she, her method for getting back into the hex is... Not that far away. Presumably her uh, her connection has come through and they have to go get some stuff so she can go back through. Um, and Darcy's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't go back through because uh, here's your lab results that Hayward had and your cells are all fucked up and it's you'll probably die. So you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm not scared of that shit. More highlighting that she's becoming... Clearly. Becoming Photon. Yes. Exactly. So, um, she's not, she ain't afraid of no fucking energy. Yeah. (laughs) You got it. Yeah. Um, so then they're like, they had, she, uh, Rambo and Jimmy Woo head off to go meet whoever the fuck it is to get the stuff so she can go inside the hex again. Mm -hmm. And Darcy's like, but I gotta stay here because there's something else he's fucking hiding and I need to figure it out. And so... That's what they they peace out. She keeps doing her hacking thing. Um, inside Westview, meanwhile, this is when uh, Pietro calls out Wanda for asking where she where she was hiding all the kids before this. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "You just have them sleep in their beds." Like, get it? It makes more sense. Like, he basically is trying to relate to her, and he's like, "I no, I'm impressed with what you've done." I mean, they had to have been somewhere, right? Yeah. They couldn't have been outside of the hex. They had to have been in there somewhere. They had to have been there. They must have just been inside their house, asleep in the bed, or whatever. Which, I guess, takes away from the concept of her being sympathetic for them, then, because right. they were still there. They just were never active, in that yeah. sense. But, if you think about it, like, she's not actively controlling them. She just has them in stasis. It's maybe mm. less invasive. But, would they just be straight sleeping for this entire time? Or would it be like... They're laying there, but they're conscious, and they, they're thinking, and they just can't 
move. They're just laying yeah, there. You know, know, like the woman trying to put the decorations up. Right, With right. the tear down her eye. Yeah. Is that, you're getting a bunch of little children tears as they're <laughs> laying in their beds? I don't know. That's a good question. Wanda just comes in occasionally and just licks their tears. <laughs> um Draws her strength from it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is when Pietro says, how did you even do all of this? And she's like, oh, and he says, um, I'm not some stranger. I'm not your husband. You can talk to me. Which is like a shitty, Mm -hmm. shitty thing to say. I mean, he's, as much as people say he's the character from the Fox movies, I feel like he's not. He's being, that character was very sarcastic, but he wasn't like a douche. Yeah. He's very douchey in this. Yeah. He's very cynical, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Yes, I agree. Um, and so he's trying to get her to open up to him. And she says, I don't even know how I did this. She just remembered feeling... It, it's a touching moment, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really give us any answers, but it gives us like this level of purity for her. And like yeah. she's not some mastermind trying to do something evil here. Yeah. It's just... And this is... I'm... She's trapped in some situation of her own even among the people she's controlling and this is actually this scene is kind of further evidence supporting my theory actually because she says she just remembers feeling completely alone empty endless nothingness and then while she's thinking about that focused on this memory she looks back at him and that's when she sees the gunshots and the the fact that he's dead and then she looks away and looks back and it's that yeah so maybe thinking about how she got here makes it easier for her to see the reality she yeah thinking about anything that's from outside of this hex seems to be when she's doing that she's caught other people are able to uh things from outside the hex are able to penetrate so like Mm -hmm. when she saw vision she was associating him with outside and the same thing with the brother so it's very interesting it doesn't seem like she's in control of him at all no he's yeah he's that's why i think he's like maybe more of a mephisto type situation because even though she's seen him as, like, a dead body, mm-hmm. you could take that as, like, well, that is the body being controlled. Yeah. But, again, she doesn't seem like she openly brought him here. Right. She doesn't... She was shocked to see him. So, unless that's a subconscious thing, I feel like somebody else is controlling him. And she's just seen her dead brother in that moment because that's the last reality she had of her brother. Right. Even though it wasn't technically him. Yeah. But I guess by that argument, then you could you could say, well, then maybe Vision is legitimately alive again. Mm-hmm. But we did see his body torn apart at S.W.O.R.D.'s headquarters in that one, you know, security camera footage scene. Yeah. So she could have put him back together, but I don't know how you would then explain how he's independently thinking if he's not alive. But we get into the scene where he... he Penetrates the barrier, right? He Mm -hmm. does leave. You know, it brings us here now. So the problem then with that whole idea is he has to be a dead body, right? Being controlled because by somebody or at least given life. Some kind of magical powers give him life. Because he leaves the the barrier of the hex Mm -hmm. trying to get help for Mm -hmm. these people. Yes. All the sword agents show up. Yeah. And he's seemingly being torn apart and by, like, like, by a rift of the i guess the magic the hex whatever it's yeah, called either trying to suck him back in yeah it's hard to say whether magic is trying to suck him back in or it's just like all oh, the magic's coming out yeah of it. it just can't be outside of the barrier maybe. yeah 
Yeah. Because that's her control zone. Yes, exactly. Um, so something is important to mention here. It was kind of like a glossed over thing, and I can't really figure out what it means, but it has some implications. Darcy stayed to dig deeper into Hayward's bullshit, mm-hmm. and you can see on the computer screen when that she finds something, and it's called cataract. And oh, really? Yeah, I did not notice. Yeah, this. I noticed the word cataract, and I was like, "That's weird," because his name's Vision, and that seems suspicious. I wish you told me this before the episode. I could have looked into it. Oh, I looked into it. Okay. I don't see any any references to There's any... no comic references to this? No. Okay. Not that I could find. Um, but um, I, I kept this one close to the vest because I wanted to surprise you. Mm, um, I see. But I didn't find anything, so sorry. But so anyway, that's my... Surprise! That's my it name. was not helpful. Uh, it, I think that's whatever his secret fucking project is. is probably some kind of weapon or mm. something that he's using Vision's parts to make. That's my theory. Well, it, it all ties back to uh, a lot of the suspicion is that, you know, in theories out there is that he is secretly AIM. Mm-hmm. He works for AIM or he's infiltrated and this is like, you know, Hydra to shield. It's AIM to mm-hmm. sword. Yeah. Um, which falls in line a lot because, you know, again, we're getting Miss Marvel later this year. Mm-hmm. And she ties into AIM quite a lot. Yeah. Um, she's an inhuman. That's another question I have, though. Are they going to turn her into a mutant instead of an inhuman? Because they kind of ditched the inhuman route of, what, phase two? Mm-hmm. They had a movie planned out. They canceled that. They had a show. They canceled that after it aired a season. Um, they kind of avoided the inhumans for whatever reason. Are they going to change her origin story to a mutant, you know, and, and go into the backstory of, you know, the X-Men type mutants all coming into play in the mcu yeah or is she gonna be an inhuman like we're not gonna know till that show comes out but this does take place in, in new jersey so i feel like the mutants are gonna come into play somehow yeah tying into this show mm-hmm. you know it's under debate whether she's even technically a mutant in this yeah. world because she's never been referenced as one but yeah uh one more thing that might be worth mentioning regarding cataract is whenever you see uh, when you see Vision and Pietro mm-hmm. in their dead form, yes. their eyes are completely cloudy, like a cataract. Ooh. So if you, it's a stretch, but it could potentially say that Hayward and whatever his secret project is is the reason that they are there. Or what if this is their secret project? Yeah. What if they are controlling what's happening? Yeah. And they've got her in this fog of her family life and manipulating her. Yeah, I don't know. It gets very complicated. But this cataract thing is going to be big, I think. So. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I saw it when I was, I was waiting for her to figure out what her mm. like deeper project was. And all she says is cataract. And I can't find any reference into the comics about any projects or anything named cataract. So I just had to like l- figure out what could it mean. And mm-hmm. so here we are. <laughs> I can't wait to see where that goes. Um, so yeah. and it it points out a lot too because it was shown on the screen, but they, we never got a scene where she actually verbally explained what she found to right. anybody. Yeah, she was just like "gotcha" or something is what she's <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then so back to like you said, he's falling, trying to tell the soldiers that the people inside need help, mm-hmm. and they're just like watching him fall apart because they're dicks. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we go back to Billy, 
and you can we can see that he now officially we can see that he has powers because he can hear his dad. Yeah, he's got some away. kind of magical powers now, yes, it seems. which makes sense because his name is Wiccan in the comics. He's got mm. some kind of magic. Um, his powers but, are Wiccan cool. Yeah. Uh, he can hear his dad, and then he stops his brother from moving, just like his mom had done mm-hmm. earlier. Um, yeah, it, it feels like his powers are very much like his mother's, and his brother's are very much like Kitchens. their uncle's. Yes. Which I think is very confusing as far as how... Mutate, mutations would work in a scientific manner. Yeah. But... I feel like I could justify it science-wise, but none of it makes sense science-wise in the first mm-hmm. place, so... It just... With the implication that their parent or their father is Magneto. Right. Who has the power to control metal. Yeah. Okay. So then they have the power to control, I guess, magic or energy or whatever, realism, and the other one is speed. So that's, like, already, like... There's no pattern to how, what their patterns will be, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then the next line, they all have the same powers as their parents, essentially, or that mm-hmm. line. So that puts it like a, it's hereditary and you'll have the same powers. But mm-hmm. that contradicts why Magneto has a different power set then. Yeah. Only thing I could put it as is like, it's just random as far as like, oh, you know, if your grandpa's bald, then... On your mother's side, you're going to fucking be bald. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. that kind of a, a concept. A more complicated genetic relationship yes. than just straight passing it down. Yes. Um, obviously, we haven't been introduced to Magneto, but... Yeah. It's obviously coming. Yes. Um, Who knows? Maybe he'll show up and save the day. Maybe. Uh, so, yeah. I hope that's right. Yeah. Just so I could slam my dick on the table. Yeah, okay. Just don't do it on a glass table, okay? <laughs> We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so then the brothers, they rush over to their mom and they're like, Mom, Mom, I can hear Dad, blah, blah, blah. And they tell her about the issue. Then we get a flash to Vision and he collapses. And then we go back and and uh, Wanda's like trying to help figure out. She's like, you have to try to hear him and tell mm-hmm. me where he is and describe this, what else you hear. And then she figures out he's with soldiers which is the only reason she knew where he was, yeah, of right? Course, yeah. There's soldiers at like pointing guns at him, right? Yes, exactly. They think he's dying. Exactly. Um, so she freaks out, and then Pietro says, "Don't sweat it, sis. It's not like your dead husband can die twice." <laughs> Whoa. Do you think she was pissed off because of the comment in general, or do you think it's because he said it in front of the children, revealing that he was dead? Yes. Or both. or revealing something that they didn't know. I think in general, just all of it pissed her off. And she just, like, threw him away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, okay, so we do know that he couldn't really be controlled in the beginning. Is that considered controlling him or that considered just, like, being able to physically movement. harm him? Yeah, I think that's... Like, she can't control him, but she can hurt him. Yes. You know, it's like fighting She's, somebody, just like... but you can't tell them what to do. You can just fight them. Right. Yeah, Go over like, there. No. Punch him in the face. Yeah. It's like moving a box from one side of the room to the other. Like you can't tell it what to do. You yeah. can't make it do that. But you can I pick mean, it up and move it. Put it on a, a, a Roomba or something. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay. So obviously then she flips out and she like she does this thing and she stops everything else in town. And basically it seems like she sucks up all the magic again. And then she like pushes it outwards and starts mm-hmm. to expand the barrier. Um, everything gets 
taken in. It's moving pretty quick. We see um, Monica Rambo and Jimmy Woo. They're like, oh my god, what's happening? It's moving. Oh my mm-hmm. god, keep driving. And then stupid Dick Hayward and like a couple of his stupid minions. Stupid Dick Hayward. Uh, escape. But like pretty much everything else and everyone else is sucked in and they turn into like a circus and some other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Including even, Darcy. Yeah, even Darcy. Which I'm excited to see And her I love how they did that whole play of yeah. her being like, oh. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. Way to use those words without having to use them, uh-huh. huh? Yeah. Give it more of an adult, adult tone. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting what her character ends up. Like, I know. What happens I can't with wait that? To is see she her gonna be? In the hex. Yeah. Like, what is her character gonna be like? Is, is she, she gonna be able to like get out of the? Is like, she gonna be situation? part of the circus, or is she gonna be a completely different character because she didn't really belong uh, in the circus? In the first is place? Vision going to recognize her or survive? And presumably well, he's survive. gonna survive, yeah. right? Like that's the whole I'm point of what happened, right? If he'll know. Expansion was to bring him back into the barrier and yeah. then save him, right? So perhaps he'll recognize her, but she won't know him because her memory got wiped. Yes, that's what I yeah. think should happen. Okay. That he's gonna to her yeah, head, yeah. bring her back, and yeah. then they're going to secretly work together. Mm-hmm. I think Vision's going to need a little bit of recuperation time, though. Probably. I don't think he'll just be like, get up and walk away. But at the same time, she could easily fix him. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. Based off what we're in, we're being told is she can yeah. basically create physical items. Yeah. She, she obviously made him supposedly how he is now. Yeah. As far as we're aware. Yeah. Um. The other thing, too, is at the end, whenever she opens her eyes and they're all red. That's just her having her powers. That's I know. Like a, but there was just something in the way that it was done didn't it, I mean, seem normal. It was very, I mean, it was a powerful scene, right? Not yes. to play on those that word, you know, but like she obviously took everything she had. She had yes. to literally stop everything yeah. from moving so that she could gather that power and use it. Yeah. To expand the barrier. Yeah. Which then has a... I have a question on that now. Yeah. So does that mean she's going to be able to control less within the barrier? Is it like a like balance? A or does she now have a bigger grasp of energy? Is she expanded and multiplied her power now? That's a good question. To like a bigger scale. Yeah. I'm very interested to see. I was very angry at the end of this episode because I wanted more. <laughs> this is one of those episodes where they kind of give you that tease. Yes. And then a quick ending right it's it's mm-hmm. the other ones that kind of give you a relative slow transition out of the show mm-hmm. this one was very abrupt yeah you got the oh shit moment and then yeah. it was just over mm-hmm. but yeah so we have now an entire swords uh mobile headquarters yeah has been turned inside into a the hex and <laughs> yeah. now becoming a circus and a, yeah. a used car sale lot. lot um the question i have is we don't see Hayward or Rambo or Jimmy, we don't technically see either of them whether they made it out or not. It's implied they did because we never see them get sucked in. I think they did. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming Hayward at the very least did because we need to have him yeah. in some kind of I think of a, him and his two little buddies uh, that were in his stupid car got away. Yeah, so that really defeats his manpower, right? Yeah, But at does. the same time, he does have a, I mean, theoretically, there's a whole headquarters elsewhere that has a bunch of... Presumably, yes. A bunch of people and soldiers and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but we don't technically know if Jimmy and Rambo made it out, but I'm assuming they did. I think they did. Because someone's got to be on the outside, right? Yeah, I agree. So do you think we'll get a reveal on the next episode of who the astronaut, engineer, where the fuck it was that she was referring to is Possibly. going to be? 
I mean, they have to go meet somebody now if they're no longer in the loop, right? Yeah, I think it's quite possible. And they obviously don't know that Darcy was sucked in. Right. Yeah, this next episode is going to be very interesting. Yeah, and it's going to be an hour. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I've, yeah, I'm just so... I love and I hate that I don't know. We know we have all these speculations, but we just don't know things. Yeah, you it's know, also Who's like... alive? Who's, who's still dead? And also, there's only three fucking episodes left, as far as we know. So it's mm-hmm. like, at what point do we start? We need to start getting through some of this stuff. There's a <laughs> there's lot. There's got to start being uh, conclusions, yes. and whatever, or answers, answers. To, to some of these we questions. Need some answers. We can't just save them all to the last episode. It's not realistic. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess on that note, do you want to save our questions for the next episode? We should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That is it for our episode six breakdown of WandaVision. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you will continue to follow along. We are going to be doing this every week and we will be doing a uh, spoiler cast, like full spoiler cast of the whole show after it's over as well as a standalone item. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. Check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or send us an email directly, dtfpod at gmail.com. Also check out our website, dtfcast.com, and leave us a review, leave us a rating, tell your friends, tide your kids, hide your wife. I mean, Wanda did. <laughs> she sure did. Uh, tell your friends, tell your wife, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Make sure they share, Make like, sure they share, like, and subscribe. Post a review. Yes. Yeah. That would be it great. It has to be to ten people, or they're gonna <laughs> or die. Or they're gonna die, yeah. We just start in chain, mail, chain letter. <laughs> A chain email or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye.